he's sad. Well, do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 53, year two. Today, we're going to talk about... I don't know. What are we going to talk about? Ah, give us a call. We'll talk about some things. We'll talk about what's going on in the world. We'll talk about the baseball playoffs. We'll talk about me. What's new? And then we'll talk about my pick of the week. I've lost three weeks in a row. Then mouthpieces next. Whoa, yo, yo, whoa, whoa. What's up, people? How's it going? We have um, one, two, three, 17 days until... The national nightmare is over. Uh, COVID lockdowns will be over for all around the country. And every kids will be back to school because everything's political. And the political world will come to an end. And the hoax, which is the coronavirus, will be over. Um, uh, and I, I want to stress when I say the coronavirus hoax, uh, the virus is real. It's just not real deadly. Um, the fake news makes it out to be real deadly. You are fake news. Oh, yes, you are. And they keep you worried about going out, scared to go out. But there's really nothing to worry about. And all you have to do is look at all. Let's see. They had a woman's march today with 150,000 people. Fake news, not a word. Trump has a rally with 3,000 people every day. Super spreader events. Trump is killing you. He's super spreading events. They got 20,000 people in Texas at the stadium. Today in Georgia, there's going to be 30,000 people. It's a global pandemic. How can we have this kind of people all, all together? Oh, wait. We can as long as it's not Trump having a rally. Oh, I see. Thank you, fake news. So um, that's what's been going on there. Um I uh, watched the um, town halls the other day. Uh, I, I recorded them and then watched them. What a bunch of crock of shit. It's supposed to be a fucking town hall. That means the people are supposed to ask the questions. There was 10 people at the Trump town hall that asked Trump a question and fucking uh, Savannah, whatever her fucking name is, Asked Trump 43 questions. 43. She's supposed to be there to moderate a town hall, not ask Trump 43 questions that fits her liberal fucking agenda. Now, you're going back to the other station on Channel 13, George Stepanopoulos. He didn't even bring up the fucking Biden emails that shows his son Hunter paid money for access to Joe Biden. Now, the biggest story of the week isn't just the story. It's the fact that big tech censored the biggest political story of the year because they don't want to hurt their candidate, Joe Biden. Now, I don't care if you hate Trump or love Trump. To see Facebook and Twitter censor negative political speech that they don't like is a true 
you know, stamp on democracy on this country. I mean, it's the biggest threat in the world in this country. So I don't care what side you're on. Don't say, well, uh, we got to get Trump out so uh, we can't let any real news come out about the other guy. That's not how the country works. Um, I uh, have been saying for weeks I did not feel Trump was going to win this election. I'm starting to believe he is now. Only because, uh, I mean, you saw, if you weren't watching yesterday, uh, Biden's uh, campaign manager said, we're not up double digits. It's a much closer than they're telling you. The polls are not accurate, right? And now all these new polls came out today showing Trump within the margin of victory in all these swing states. So um, the data coming out on early voting uh, also favors Trump. Uh, but we'll see what happens. I just want you to know that, yes, I want Trump to win, but if he doesn't win, I really am not going to be bent out of shape and I'm not going to go crazy and I'm not going to go with Trump derangement syndrome or Biden derangement syndrome or whatever the fuck. It's just, I just want it to be over so we can get back to life. And the pan people don't believe me, but they won't make it right away. But within two weeks after the election is determined. So the, the election might not be determined for a month after the election. Um, so once it's determined and it all goes to the courts, it might not. Trumpers might win or Biden might just win outright and won't have to worry about it. But then, um, then the pandemic will be over. You won't hear about it on any of the stations. It'll be here. You won't hear the fear-mongering and the, oh, my God, 60,000 new cases in the United States today. Oh, my God, what are we going to do? Oh, but like 600 people a day or less are dying in the United States, and 90% of them are over the age of 75. So, um, But with a recovery rate of 99.9, .9, they have put everybody's life in peril over politics, and it's just the way it is. It is what it is. Going back to the uh, baseball um, I was so sure the Dodgers are going to win this this um, NLCS that I uh, came out of retirement and made a significant bet on Kershaw the other day. Laid two to one. They lost ten to two, and the Dodgers have won the next two games. Well, they've won the next one. They're up three to one in the eighth, and uh, if they hold on here, they'll go to a game seven and they'll probably win that because the only game they lose is when I bet. Because that's what it's been my whole life. That's why I don't bet. So, um, But if the Dodgers face the Astros in a rematch of 2017, that's a big if. You guys are going to either see me in the poorhouse again or uh, I'm going to win money. Because that's the only way I'm making another bet is if the Dodgers play the Astros in the... Um, here you go, buddy. Here's your little thing. Go ahead. Go get it. Wow. He's crazy. My little cat, he wants to play. He has takes a little cap off my little drink here. Now he's going to pick it up. He's going to bring it all the way back to me. Come on, Gizzo. Bring it back, you fucking dumbass cat. So that's the only way I'm making another bet. They they cured me years ago. And then I came out and bet on Kershaw the other day. He, um, oh, you didn't bring it back, buddy. Where, where's your, where is it? Where is my cap? You're so cute, you know that? Say hi to everyone. Say it. 
Oh, stop it. Just say hi to everyone. Show everyone how big you are. They met you and you were like, like six weeks old. Now you're a big boy. You're so big. Look at your tail's bigger than you were. Oh, you're a little ruckus. So, anyways, uh, that's what's going on with that. I've been watching the baseball. I can't believe the Astros have made it to a game seven. Uh, but in reality, they've been the better team. Uh, I've watched this. I just can't believe what a job Dusty Baker's done. We've bashed on him for years about how he gave away the championship series with Cincinnati against uh, San Francisco in, I think, 2014. How he gave away the World Series with San Francisco against the Angels in 2002. Uh, we have, I have bashed him unrelentlessly over the years as a terrible manager. What he's done with the Houston Astros is nothing more than spectacular. I don't even, I don't even know how to explain it. It's been so incredible. So tonight, I, I I fully expect the Astros with with McCullers going to win um, to win tonight. Uh, I mean, they got all the momentum. The other team hasn't hit the ball since Game Three. Well, they really haven't hit the ball all series. I mean, you take away the two errors by by um, uh, what's his name uh, Altuve and. Uh, it's a whole different series, so uh, whatever. It's been fun to watch. Dodgers are four outs away from advancing to Game Seven, um, and uh, of course they'll win because I said they couldn't win the series unless they won Game Four. So that's why I decided to bet them because I felt the Dodgers were always going to win the series, and uh, they're now three outs away from going to a Game Seven. So. That's pretty going to be interesting. Uh, I haven't been playing any poker. Uh, there's no poker for me to be played. I've been kicked out of every home game there is uh, for winning too much. Uh, so I've just been playing my home game. Uh, if you want to join my home game and you haven't joined my home game, email mouthpoker at yahoo.com that's mouthpoker at yahoo.com and if you're listening to the show um you can uh if you deposit 200 you get 300 in chips and uh mouthpoker at yahoo.com we have one two no limit two four no limit one two plo two four plo two four omaha eight with a kill so um if you're listening to the show and you want to play private online home game with me email mouthpoker at yahoo.com so um there's a people want to know what you think about the what about the daniel and doug oh the daniel and doug oh daniel and doug match well i don't know i mean i was talking to daniel the other day uh we're gonna play a little bit of head up uh for some practice online here in the next few days um again i'm not i'm sure doug is much more of a challenge than me uh but i I played a lot of poker the last six months so um we're gonna see what happens there uh it's good that uh, me and daniel get along good uh the politics we're keeping the craziness of the election away from us which is good it's what everybody should do they shouldn't let the election control their lives you know, I follow a lot of people on Twitter who uh, 
uh, I've been good friends with over the years who have become absolutely irrational anti-Trump during this election. And I feel like, like uh, you know, I've, I've even emailed, I've even sent them a, a, a tweet saying, don't let politics control you, please, man. I've been there and done that. It's just not fun, you know. You have your opinion, you tell it you want, but you can't just go full out nuclear and crazy political one way or the other. It's just so unhealthy. I got the heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. And so... um you know, um, so I'm trying to stay my best away from it. Uh, they say there's going to be another debate next Thursday. Uh, if there is, we will um, definitely uh, talk about it on Friday next week. We'll do a podcast on Friday next week. Um, I uh, do have a couple of uh, people who want to come on the show and... Uh, talk politics uh from the left and the right uh i'm deciding whether i really want to go there um so we'll see what happens i mean it's it's just so divisive i mean uh we're two 17 more days and the fucking more the divisiveness will be over and and don't say it's all it's trump causing all the divisiveness it's bullshit man the other side causes just as much i mean they lie i I was watching both like like the uh, town hall right and they asked Trump questions. And his answers were just deflect, 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 deflect. I'm just like, really, motherfucker? I'm like, you can't even answer your own supporters' questions. And then, you know, I put on the other side. And they, they give softball questions. And his, there's, I mean, uh, there's nothing to deflect on. When you, when, you, when, you, when you throw him a softball, I mean, anybody can answer it. Uh, but they've, he's Biden. It's just he lies. I watch these TV ads. Both sides are just they lie. Every part of them are lies because I know what's going on in the world. I watch these ads. Some of the ads Trump puts out are lies. I watch some of the ads the other side puts out are really big lies. You know, it's just all for political power. So, you know, listen. I know a lot of people watch my show are Trump supporters, and they don't want me to say anything bad. But I mean, if you think that Trump's ran a good campaign then you're just a fucking partisan idiot. Trump's around a terrible campaign. And if he loses, he has nobody to blame but himself. Wrong. So that's just how it is, you know. It's just the way it is. I'm now 2-3 and three after starting 2-0 and all on my best picks in the NFL. Uh, what's really amazing is five weeks in, I am 15-35. and 35. Now, you got that right. I have picked 10 games on my contest. I am 15 and 35. You did not hear that wrong. I am 15 and 35. This is why I don't bet sports anymore. The Dodgers are about ready to be three games apiece. I bet them twice in the series, two of them were losses. What does that tell you? So I'm going to stay away from betting on the sports not good for me unless the Astros place the Dodgers in the World Series then then I just go all in on the Dodgers because I know they want revenge for 2017 and I just don't think the Astros have the pitching so we'll see uh what else is going on in the world uh not much college football game today Georgia and Alabama uh they got Alabama like a one-point favorite uh I think Georgia wins today 
we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, what do I know? I really, I really haven't done much. It's been a really tough week for me. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I've struggled mentally uh, tremendously. Uh, I don't know why. I'm trying to. to I'm dealing with a, my new psychiatrist. We're trying to figure out why I'm. Uh, I'm going for blood test on Tuesday. Trying to figure out what's, what's causing this depression. Besides the fact that I'm home by myself every day, that probably has a lot to do with it, and I never go anywhere. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm having a good day today. Uh, of course, Phil tried to call me and get me all depressed by bringing up, oh, this so-and-so lost this much in this game and this game. And I'm like, he was like, maybe I'll play. Yeah, the game they kicked me out of. Like, I want to hear about how people are doing a game they kicked me out of because I fucking told the truth and was winning too much. Are you crazy, Phil? Yeah. So I, do I really want to hear that? I told him, I said, I asked him today, I said, I'm, I'm having such a good day today. I'm like, are you trying to upset me? I'm like, why, why, you know? So whatever it is what it is. So um, anyways, uh, there's uh, I really not much to talk about this week. I thought there'd be a lot more, you know, there's, you know, there's the basic political bullshit and then there's the, the, the baseball playoffs and uh, they've been fun to watch and um, really not much else I mean I the, the, the Daniel Doug Polk match coming up is November 1st uh, something like that that's um, a lot of people want to know about that I mean Doug has played way more hours of head up hold them than Daniel ever has but I know that Daniel's working with people that are very smart and Daniel knows how to adapt and uh, if, if Doug's really four or five the one favorite uh, where, where can I get down on the other side that's all I'm going to say there's no way that Doug is, should be that big a favorite I'm telling you that right now but we'll see you know we'll see what happens um, I know the uh, poker Twitter is uh I mean, each person has a phone. I offered them each Doug or Daniel's phone number so they could talk. Instead, they like went crazy on Twitter. And uh, them setting the rules on Twitter were like so funny. They were talking about cheat sheets. And I'm like, what in the fuck is a cheat sheet? You know, I'm like, like hand, like hand, what you're supposed to hand ranges or what you're supposed to. It's no wonder why I never went online. I ain't never used no cheat sheet or, or, or hand, what hand you're supposed to three bet with or whatever. I just pick my spots to three bet. And I fucking, I go with my instincts. I, I don't even know if that's even real poker, but I guess, I guess uh, that's a real poker in uh, 2020. Um, I don't have any of those sheets in... Uh, I had a chance to win two WSOP events. I cashed 12 out of 24. I wonder if I'd do better if I had cheat sheets. I doubt it. I'd probably do a lot worse. So uh, I'm not bragging or saying I'm better. I'm just saying that all that, all that information and all those, those all that, that, that studying, that's just, it's just not real poker. I mean, poker's about feeling your opponent using your instincts and your God-given talent to expose what you see as weakness 
and uh, not not to go over charts. Oh, let me see this chart. Mm, I think I'm supposed to three bet here. Let me see. Um, yep, yep. I'm supposed to three bet the eight nine offsuit here. Yep, the chart tells me to. Really, give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break. So um, I ain't never fucking studied a chart in my life yet. I'm kicked out of every fucking private game there is. I wonder why. Oh, because I win. Oh, I bet the people that are studying charts are that good at no limit hold'em. Yeah, Phil gets so mad. He's like, "You think you're better than me in no limit hold'em, don't you?" I'm like, "No," but when I was crushing March, April, and May. I was playing at a very high level, and I was playing about a thousand times better than Phil was. I've Phil, lost once. Because Phil was playing uh, in his private game, his PLO game, most of the, every day. And so he'd get in the Hold'em game, and he just wasn't locked in, and I was locked in. And and uh, and I was playing better than he was, you know. And, and he wants to, oh, you think you're better than I am. Well, I mean... If you really want to go out on the limb, do I think I'm better than Phil? <laughs> uh, I when I'm playing well, I am better than Phil. When my Phil's ROI well. is the best ROI in history. I'll you know, say that. But that's because I I'm I work on my game. I work on things. I listen to people. When people tell me I need to work on something, I use it and I work on it. And I try and get better. When I tell Phil he needs to work on this, shut up. Don't tell me anything about No Limit Hold'em. I'm the greatest No Limit Hold'em player in the world. And you trying to teach me No Limit Hold'em is just a joke. Okay, but I'm not trying to teach him. I'm trying to inform him on what other people are doing. Uh, we had a conversation the other day. He wanted to hang up on me because he thinks I'm teaching him No Limit Hold'em. Because all I said was, you've now beaten Antonio twice in a head-up match. He is going to dissect the film of both of those matches. He is going to spend hours, and I mean hours, dissecting and looking to pick up on things on Phil. So all I asked Phil was to study the tape because and see if he finds any flaws, any mistakes that 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 Antonio could pick up on. Because Antonio, one hundred percent, when they're playing for four hundred grand, will have studied everything that Phil has done, and he went and go crazy on me. I mean, that's not teaching him how to play. I'm telling a friend to study the tape. Hello, that's not that's not like like anything serious. Study the tape, you know? Just make sure that you see flaws, that mistakes that, that Antonio could pick up on, that you don't make those mistakes in match three. But he didn't want to listen to me. Leave me alone, you know, I'm a, you're, I told you, do not tell me nothing about no limit, hold them. I'm the best. All right. I'm going to tell you guys right now, I love Phil to death, and I hope he wins. But with that attitude, how is he going to win? What are you doing, you stupid fucking kitten? Gizmo! He ran that way. Where'd he go? He's fucking crazy, man. Man, he's a fucking terrorist. So, like, if one guy's going to be studying the tape, 
And I promise you, you don't understand, Antonio worships money like more than he worships anything in life. I mean, this guy here, there's like, it's like if it's money or death to his family, he'll take money. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I'm being a little bit facetious there, but I mean, this guy worships fucking money. And if you think he's going to lose to Phil three times in a row and have to face the poker world about it, it ain't going to happen. He's going to study, study, study those tapes. He's going to look for every single tell that he's going to pick up on Phil. He's going to pick. He's going to pick those tapes apart. And if Phil doesn't study them and pick those tapes apart, also Phil will lose. And Phil has told me to shut up. He knows what he's doing. He, he, he's the best no limit head up player. Blah 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 blah. And I'm telling you right now, my mo- I'm telling you, I would not put my money on Phil because with that attitude, it just I just you got one guy is going to be going to be studying. The other guy is going to, and I mean studying. You, you don't understand. Antonio cannot lose to Phil three times in a row. He will not even stomach the thought. Of losing three times in a row to Phil, and the way they set it up, I mean, it's pretty amazing. I'm like, I mean, fifty grand, and then a hundred grand, and then two hundred grand. I'm like, like, what do you think, Phil Antonio is not is one of the best cash game players in the world? You know, think he ain't going to adjust? You think he's not going to study the tape? So, me and Phil got in a big fight because I t- all I asked him to do was study the tape. That's it. And he oh, accused me of trying to teach him no limit hold'em. If he listened to me, see, I listen to him, and he's made me a better person. He's made me a better player. He's done a lot for me. But when I see flaws with Phil, and I call him out to try and tell him about it, he tells me to shut the fuck up. I don't know what I'm talking about. He and, he, and his ego gets in his way, and that's his biggest problem. You know, he he doesn't understand. He's like, oh, he goes, I know you're trying to help me, Mike, but I don't need help. But but you do, Phil, because I played with Phil for two months. And he was so easy to exploit in the home in the cash game; it was unbelievable. And uh, and he'll be easy to exploit third time around if if Antonio studies the tape on that. So I hope I hope I'm wrong. I want Phil to win more than you could imagine. He's my close friend, but uh, I can't teach you know ego. I can't have, take have somebody take an ego out of it. And when I see things that I know can help him uh, and I just try and, and to show him these, these things and he don't, will not listen to them well then I just it, it's like talking to a wall and then he'll he'll just have himself to blame if he loses and he'll he'll say Antonio's so lucky or oh he ran so bad or whatever but you know I mean Phil's ran pretty good those fucking first two matches and, and Antonio's gonna make adjustments and I just wanted Phil to study the tape to see the mistakes he's made I don't care if he won. He's so his problem is he's so results oriented. It's his biggest problem, results oriented. You know. So um, listen, uh, results are important, but in a short term, uh, anybody can win a head up match. You know. So, anyways, uh, that's my opinion on that one. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's open up the phone call segments, and uh, let's see what everybody has to say today. <laughs> What? 
702-329-0048. The phone lines are open. 702-329-0480. Call me. 702-329-0480. Let's talk about baseball, football, whatever you want. All right. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. What's up? What's up, Mike? It's Gypsy Frank. What's up, Gypsy Frank? How you been, man? Yeah, not bad. I'm just fucking set money on fire at full hall. Yeah, I, I, I set too. money on fire this week too. I, I um, I bet four thousand uh, to win two thousand. I bet Lakers and over into Dodgers. Yeah, well, I bet. Don't feel bad. Well, the Dodgers are probably going to win, and um, but they, they found a way. I'm not talking four, last, uh, week before last, but whatever. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I bet the uh, the Dodgers. I bet Kershaw laid four thousand or two thousand. Uh, two I days said week ago. before last. I mean game before last. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, so you bet the same one I did when Kershaw went to the mound yeah, down two one. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I felt I felt they had to win that game. game. Yeah, I felt they had to win the game, and they and uh, and Kershaw shit the bed again. I did too, especially with Kershaw, and I'm like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, but don't worry. Now they win every game. See, the well, Dodgers I are going to win the series. Yeah, and I didn't bet it. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Right, I, I told I told my bookie I, to to shut off my account. I mean, it's not like I. I bet a lot, you know. I make I usually bet like uh, a couple of games a week for like five hundred, you know. Sometimes a thousand, but but uh, that's know, why I've been doing five hundred dollars straight bets and three hundred dollars two team team. Uh, what do you call it? Parlays and shit. I lost eighteen hundred last week and yeah, uh, I, I lost. See, I got unstuck. I took the uh, I took the Tennessee Titans money line and over, and I got even. I was stuck like fifteen hundred. Yeah, betting sports but, is a losing uh, proposition. Even question. I know that. What will you lay me? I will cash up you or zell you, and I will post up and take Phil in this heads up match. What what kind of odds will you be? You you think you want to take Phil in this head up match? If you if you lay me some odds, yes, I will. I mean, I, I honestly want Phil to win, so I'm not going to bet against him. But I just know that he, All I right. just know that Antonio is a really good player, and he's going to study those tapes. And when Phil tells me... I think momentum is a big thing also, though. I think uh, Antonio's going to be pressured. I've been in situations like that before, mm-hmm. and it's going to be hard. They're playing for 400K, right? 200K mm-hmm. apiece this match. I think Phil's going to play his hard out. Not that I think he has an advantage over Antonio heads up, but I think momentum is a big thing right now. Like, it factors in in this uh, evaluation or whatever. Well, I hope you're right, man. There's nobody who wants Phil to win more than me. I just, you know, all I ask Phil to do is study the tape. You know, because I know for sure Antonio will dissect every fucking hand in that those two matches. He will focus on Phil. He will look for situation, and he will look for he will try and pick up on something on Phil. And um, I played a lot with Antonio. Phil. Made a lot of big folds against him when he was wrong. I know. That's what I'm saying. He need. That's why he's going to be studying those tapes. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but I think Phil should just probably in that situation, if you adjust accordingly, he should just opening open his value range a little bit wider. Yeah, but but, but the, the thing is, up. is Phil doesn't adjust. Okay, Phil plays a certain style, and he's going to stay stay with that style. And he's going to tell you, "I know what I'm well, doing. I'm the best. I know what I'm doing. Leave me alone, Mike." But when I tell him that somebody's going to adjust and they're going to and they're going to look at the tape. All I asked Phil he's to do is... He's not just going to adjust. He's going to adjust accordingly. Yeah. 
And if Phil doesn't change and he just plays the same way he did and Antonio recognizes it, he's going to pick he up on it. can't be that dumb, though, bro. I mean, I mean obviously... You don't understand. You, know, you don't know... He can't be that dumb. You don't know Phil. He he's so fucking stubborn. Okay? Phil thinks he's the greatest. And and when you want... When you try and, and tell him, like, listen, Phil's a good player, but when he, when he does certain things wrong... <laughs> Okay, and you try and help him as a friend, he doesn't want to hear it. You know you're what I mean? You're too good. Phil Helm, you're, you know, you're nobody too good. likes constructive. Yeah, he doesn't take it good to constructive criticism. Yeah, and that's his whole problem because if he did, Phil really reads really well. And if Phil would adapt, like I've put in so much of, of today's poker into my game um, where Phil just hasn't. Um, still, that's why in Phil, the long run, if they played a race to 10, I don't think he has a shot to get past three, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, I'm past neither, five. Neither do I. Being is just because he doesn't, oh, like, I mean, in that format, how many blinds are they playing deep? I'm, I'm really not quite sure. Uh, they're playing it like tournament format, right? He doesn't open his button nowhere near enough. Uh, he doesn't rebet accordingly, like you're supposed to, right. to balance out Exactly. I just think he does so many things horrible. He but, does. I mean, he does. But he does. But see, he makes up for it in other ways that the kids don't see. Um, and I know what those well, ways are. Well, that being said, how about we do a $200 friendly sweat bet? I don't want to bet one quarter against Phil. I want him to win more right, than... Well, how about Daniel? Do you want Daniel to win? Because I will take... Doug, tell me what you think of Fairlawn. I'll, I'll, like I, 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 I heard it's like fu- fu- you could get like four or five to one. I will take fucking five to one on Daniel all day long. Yeah. I think that's ridiculous. To be I honest. think that's you, absolutely I, I think, ridiculous. Doug, do you remember when I called you first when the match was announced? I told you I would lay you three to one. Yeah. And you said I'm crazy. Now they're saying five to one. I don't think he's that big of a dog. So but he's not. He's three. There's no way that Daniel is five to one dog. Okay. No. Okay, I'm telling you right now, he's probably not even a dog. I mean, Daniel's got the best uh, in the world. That's fucking an overstatement. Uh, Daniel's I got. Know he has some good coaches. Yeah, he's got good coaches, and his instincts are great. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't believe Doug has got good instincts. Doug's do you more know of a who's math been coaching player. him. Yes, I do. Like Connor Drennan, or like uh, uh, he's really good. No, at there's a, I don't want to. Connor's like the best satellite player in the world. So I, I, I mean, I know who's coaching him, and the, and the people that are coaching him are very, very good. Um, so they and, and that's what I, that, there's a difference. Okay, you have one person who has a big match coming up that's working hard, studying, going over tapes, going over film, going over lots of uh, matches that Doug's played. Uh, that he's, uh, you know, that he's put out on, a, you know, when he used to stream or whatever. Um, and then they're going to have some of the best players in the world playing Daniel and putting in hours to, um, to get him ready. And that's, that's the difference where I get, where I get mad at Phil is, is, is when I, it's not that I don't think Phil could beat Antonio. It's the fact that, that, that Phil, Antonio, he hates to lose and he will the thought of him losing three in a row to Phil will just literally I just think he's going to have his nose open in this third match man I don't I don't, I mean, I don't know him personally I, obviously listen, I just think I, about I the, want uh, you to know this I want it's be scary to pull that trigger man I want fucking Phil to win lose win so bad you don't even know so um 
you know, it's, uh, I mean, I, I just want Phil to win because I just, I know what type of person. I mean, I know Antonio, he's, he's we get along fine, but Antonio is, um, he worships money more than Phil worships money, and uh, I want to see him lose. So, uh, all right, I will know. lay six to five and take Phil. Mm, you're not getting Phil against me because I want Phil to win. That uh, you couldn't. All right. You don't I understand. I, I, I'm not gonna. That'd be like me. That'd be like you telling me I have to root against my Dodgers. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna ever bet against my Dodgers. I'm gonna bet on them, or, or I'm just not gonna bet. You know, Phil's my one of my closest right. friends. I don't want to see him lose. Uh, you know, I bet if I do bet against Phil, he'll guarantee him a win. I should tell him that. I should tell him I'm betting 200 against you, Phil, because I never pick a winner. Right. <laughs> you know that would be that would be the only re- thing, reason why I would do it, just for fucking first watch Phil win. So, uh, you know, uh, but dude, we'll I see. thought about laying some pretty good money on this election too, man. Not to get political, but like uh, I, I seen it, it was like Trump was two to one. Yeah, two to one dog, and I think that's uh, that's inflated. It's full of shit. It is inflated. in my eyes, favorite. It is inflated. But it then is fucking bullshit. Matt Glanson goes and says, like, my poker friends don't bet any more money on Trump. It's over. Yeah, yeah. He's got me convinced too. Uh, and um, for real, for real. I mean, my I don't gr- think that's scary is with the ballot seventy-two hours later and shit. Man, well, that well so that's that's slick. not going to happen. Okay, that's why they're got to confirm Amy Comey Barrett before the election. Then all all those seventy-two. Well, it already got overturned in. Uh, Wisconsin, or was it Michigan yesterday? One of them got overturned, and now the ballots have to be in on time. I think it's Michigan. That was yesterday. Okay, but there's two, still two others. Now, if those two, those two others are going to get overturned by the Supreme Court before the election, okay? If they're not, that's what I'm worried about, too. I do believe they're... I mean, why else are they pushing for that? There's never in the history of our country a ballot cannot come in after 8 p.m. after Election Day unless it's military, okay? But they're pushing for it. They're pushing for it because if they're losing, they're going to stuff those fucking boxes in those swing states. No shit. You reckon so? And anybody that tells me different... Yes, the Dodgers just won. Of course they won. They won every game that, that, that I fucking didn't bet on them. They're the motherfuckers. I got I a hate question. Them. Are you still? Uh, oh damn, that sucks. Uh, what is what it is? At least they won. Yeah. Are you? Are you um, still scared of COVID? Or are you going out to eat? I'm coming to Vegas. No, I'm not scared uh, of COVID. I go out. I go out. Uh, to I eat. got a reservation at Maestro's on the uh, 30th. If you guys want to go out to dinner, I'll buy you and your girlfriend dinner. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, hit me up. Uh, hit me up on the show, or hit me up on my uh, direct message or something. Yeah. Oh, we have his number? Yeah, okay. I'll message. I think I follow you on Twitter. I'll message you. If you got my number, just text me or whatever. I got a reservation for 9 o'clock. If y'all want to come, yeah. I'll take y'all out to eat. It'll be fun. All right, Frank. Thanks, buddy. Hey, take be good, care, man. Take care, computer. Be good. You got it, my man. Good luck. Take care. Later. Peace. No, two to one is crap. I, you know, Matt Lance is the only one that's keeping me from betting big. Um, I mean, I, uh, I'm watching all these polls get closer and closer. I, I mean, who knows? I really don't care though. I'm not really vested. Hello. Yo, welcome to Mouthpiece. This is Mike. What's up? Hey, how are you? I'm calling you from North Dakota. North Dakota. Good place, man. I was thinking about moving up that area. Mm. Is it cold up there during the winter? (laughs) Uh, it gets cold in the winter, but it keeps the riffraff out. 
Yeah, no shit, man. It's like you got you keep all the fucking you keep all the liberals out is what you're trying to say, right? That's right, man. <laughs> keep all the crazy people. Hey, out. I, I, I got two things. I got two things to ask you, man. One is I like playing on your uh, poker site. I appreciate that site. It's thanks, it's man. Smaller, but it seems to be pretty fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and know. the other is when's that new book coming out? Uh, the book, new book coming out, will be after the first of the year. Uh, I wanted it to be out by the election. Unfortunately, um, I've been dealing with some personal issues that I'm working on, uh, so it'll be out after sure. the first of the year for sure. But um, well, yeah, you know, uh, it's uh, uh, I, you know, I'm working on the right now. I had a little bit of a, a, a letdown with the site because some imbecile that lost 1800 decided he was gonna report me to paypal to try and get his money back and um and i won the case against it but paypal kind of shut down my paypal because uh yeah which is ridiculous so um you know i transfer with uh you know all my money you know i do so much transferring where i play a lot of big games online and stuff and uh so i'm working on uh uh, dealing with this new bank called uh, Lexicon Bank. It's owned by uh, the head CEO of it is actually Russell Rosenblum. He's a professional poker player, and they're very poker player friendly. So uh, that'll be where I'm going next. But we'll see what happens. You know, if uh, if uh, you know the room's been you know the room's been good, but it's been a little slow the last couple of weeks. And uh, you know, uh, it's not like I'm not really making any money off of it. I'm making very little. You know, I'm doing it more for my fans. Yeah. You know, and uh, yep. you know if it's uh, if it becomes too much of a stress, I I just we'll, we'll get rid of it. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna try my best to keep it going, and uh, and we'll see what happens. You know, so yeah, the one two and the two four no limit. It's it's fun room. It's they're fun rooms. I I got to give you credit for that. Yeah, we have a good time, and uh, that's what I you know I, when people come in trying to make money and and aren't friendly, I just kick them out. You know, I don't. I'm not trying to yep. to. to put a room together where, where everybody's losing a lot of money and winning a lot of money. And I, unfortunately that happened for a couple of weeks is uh, people started playing the two, four PLO and uh two, four PLO $400 buy-in. It's, it's easy to lose five buy-ins. It just is. It's just, you don't even have to be, yeah, you right. can be a great player and lose two grand. You know, I mean, I was, I had lost like six straight and then I won like eight straight, you know, it's just a big game and it's right. probably too big for our room. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't want to see people losing that kind of money. I want to keep it a fun room. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, I'm, uh, I'm doing a little bit of a reset this week. Uh, I'm going to start streaming, uh, tomorrow. Um, and, uh, we're going to build the room back up and, uh, and hopefully, and then we'll see where it goes from there. And if it, uh, if it becomes too much of a distraction or it's just not working out, it just, uh, you know, I, you know, it'll, we'll do what's best for, yeah. for me and for everybody else. So, you know, we'll see. But I appreciate. I cashed out a few bucks on. I cashed out a few bucks on PayPal, and I haven't come in after that. And then I saw you were having some issues, so I haven't been on since. Yeah. PayPal yeah. went down, but yeah. uh, uh, I look forward to get back on there. Yeah, I appreciate it, man, and uh, thanks a lot. And uh, yeah, tell all your friends come join, come play, and you know, I play two hours a day usually, one two. Two four, uh, where there's no limit or PLO, and um, you know I try and uh, sure try and do the best I can with my with my fans and everything. So I appreciate the call and uh, well, come on up, 
You bet. Come on up here to North Dakota. You got a place to stay. <laughs> I've been looking up there, North Dakota, South Dakota, deciding if I wanted to move up there or leave the country. I, I'm really miserable living in Las Vegas. I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, I'm I'm, I'm actually, and I, I tell people this. I'm I'm so upset with our country and how the political uh-huh. divide, how the me, how the media divides everybody to get people out to vote and i watch how they tear people apart and i just don't know if i want to live in a country like this you know that 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 they that they cause racial division for political gain they cause all kinds of all the hardship people are struggling during covid and they won't give the relief bill i mean the the trump offered 1.8 trillion not billion trillion and nancy turned it down because she doesn't want to give him a win before the election and uh, it's just, you know, just ju- just for her turning down 1.8 trillion, they should vote for Trump. I mean, I mean that too. I mean, it's just like, what yeah. do they want? What? Oh, I mean, you're talking about because he doesn't want to give the 400 billion to, to bail out California and New York, who are the worst run states in the country. So that's what it all comes down to. So, but they they just don't care about the people. They just don't. They say they care about the people, but they don't. And. I just don't know if I want to live in a country like this. I, I mean, I'm sure other countries. You want to just... you want to live in America, man, without a doubt. But you come on up and take out, take a look at North Dakota. Put a ball cap on, go incognito. You're going to yeah. see a good state. No, I heard it's it's. I heard it's pretty nice up there, man. You know, I've been there. Absolutely, I, I, I haven't been up there since I was 15. But I was up there I, when I was 15. My parents sent me on a trip around the United States, and we went through North Dakota, South Dakota. And then uh, we went through the Grand Tetons, Yellowstone National Park on the way back down. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was a fun, fun, fun thing. But I've always, uh, you know, uh, I always enjoyed it up there. You know, I'm the type of person I, I, I don't like the cool, the cold weather. But I, I don't, I don't really go out that much, so it's not really a big deal to me anyway. So, nah. and I know I was just looking at, no, how, no. I, I was looking at houses. I mean, you could, I could literally buy. A like three thousand square foot house on a fucking lake with three and a half acres for like five hundred and fifty thousand, like literally. Oh yeah, that was in South Dakota. Yeah. I was like, yeah. you know, and it's like, no. why, why do I need to live in a big city? You know, so yeah, no. I've been thinking about it. Don't worry, Every, everything's online, man. All right, my man. Thanks for calling. Well, and, I appreciate uh, the call. You Have a good it. one. Take care. Peace. Dodgers are going to a game seven. Walker Bueller threw a gem today. Another gem. Welcome to the mouthpiece. Boxing, football. Hello. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. What's up? Hey, Mike. How you doing? Matt from Pennsylvania. Matt from Pennsylvania. What's going on, my man? Oh, man. I'll tell you what. I, I am more confident than ever before in this election. He's ahead already in Michigan at the latest poll. And the senator guy, this guy running for senator on the Republican side, is ahead of the incumbent Democrat in Michigan. I think he's going to win Michigan. 
Pennsylvania, and it's a lock. It's all over. I think so. I'm starting to think so too. I, I mean, they've had these other these fake polls out forever, and now we're two weeks before the election, and oh, lo and behold, the fucking polls are all completely different than they were three days ago. I mean, just, what? Well, you know it, what? It was the same thing four years ago, and every poll got it wrong except for the tag. I think it's called Tagafar or whatever you however you yeah. say poll. That's the only one that had Trump winning, and that, they're the ones. I go by that poll because the rest of them are fake news. I don't believe anything CNN polls say or, 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 or NBC. They're all they're all lies and propaganda. Oh, of course they are. Of course they are. Listen, uh, you live in Pennsylvania. I have friends that live in Pennsylvania, and they said, "I don't know how Biden can win." There's not a Biden Harris. Uh, uh, sign anywhere. He says it's ninety nine point nine. It's like it's it's like four to one Trump signs. You might have one Biden Harris, and you see four Trump signs in a row. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and and you know what the thing I tell people all the time, I if Trump is this evil monster that the mainstream media turns him out to be, why is the election so close? Shouldn't he just lose? You know what? Because people are. Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because because it's a bunch of crap. Because number one, all this time the poor man. I I give some credit because if I was a billionaire, I would have just said screw this and went back to my billionaire life doing whatever the fuck you know fuck right. I want. But he's like, you know, they were rent- saying all this stuff about him, saying his family was this, that, and the other, Russia, Russia, Russia. And it turns out that Joe Biden's son got a three million dollars from the wife of the mayor of Moscow. Now, if that was Don Trump Jr., it'd be all oh, over yeah. the news. But because it's Biden, something nobody talks about it. It's ridiculous. And then they use it. They cut. And then and then when you turn on the fake news media, they're like. They're like, oh, it's all Russia disinformation. Oh, it's just, uh, it's just all lies and propaganda before the election. When you, but you go and you look it of up, course, it's all true. A bunch of liberal tart. Right, but it's all tarts. true. And the only thing, and I'll tell you what, the only thing they talk about all the time, and I, I stopped watching CNN because I, I want to smash my TV with my fist. I can't even. Put on I, wa- I watched Cuomo last whenever night. Whenever you put on that channel, whenever you put on that channel, the only thing they talk about. Is coronavirus this, coronavirus that, because they think it hurts Trump if they keep talking that's about it. it. That's it. That's it. That, that's all they talk. They don't want to uplift the country. They, when he says, we're, 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 we're rounding the bend and it's coming to a, a close soon, it won't be too much longer, he's telling the truth. The vaccines are going to be out in December, maybe even by Election Day, okay? And what they want to sit there and just corona, 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 fear, 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 because it hurts Trump. They exactly. don't care about it. And not wanna, only that, and you know what, not only that, but, you know, you look at everything. I mean, I, you know, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm trying to be as, as unbiased as possible because I love Trump. I right. not one thing. I'm one of these. So I'm one of these diehard. There's nothing he's ever said or done that I disagree with. Right? I know. But that being said, I, I have to say, you know, if you look at what he's done in the last three years, I mean, he has done a lot of great things. Whether right. it's, uh, you know, and even for the African Americans, he's given money to historically black colleges. He's given uh, criminal justice reform, something that Obama never did, and yeah. he, he was a black president. And not only that, but he's given people uh, tax more money in my paycheck from the tax break, Listen, and I get a bigger tax refund because of that. Also, this, this is this is all you Are need. You to, the greatest. This is all you need to know. Okay. Ice Cube, who for the last three and a half years has said nothing but 
terrible things about Trump. He even wrote a fucking song putting to put him in prison, right? That's how much he hated him. Now is working with the Trump campaign and has fucking come to the light about how evil the Democrats are. Okay, he uh, yeah, he he brought Joe, Joe Biden years ago said uh, 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 what he actually called them. Uh, I forget what he said. He said something really racist years ago. Everything the, he the, says the, is racist about Black America. I mean. Trump has never said one racist thing about black America. Biden said a hundred different racist things about black America. But the point is, is he had this thing two months ago. He came on Tucker. He's like, I, you know, I don't care if Trump's gone, blah, blah, blah. I want a contract with black America, CWBA, contract with black America, what you're going to do, right? He went to the Democrats. They said, we're, we're interested. We're not doing anything till after the election. He went to the Trump campaign. He says they're interested. What can we do for Black America? And he pledged five hundred billion, five hundred billion to Black America, and he signed a contract with with guys. And so now they're calling him a sellout. He's a sellout because he wants to make things better for Black America, and the Republicans are and Trump's willing to do it, but the other side isn't. Give me a fucking. Break. Well, you know what? I I honestly feel bad for a lot of these people especially these minorities who voted, who are voting for Biden, just because they don't know any better, because they just listen to what all the, the mainstream news people and all these right. uh, quote-unquote liberal black leaders say, yeah. and they think, oh, yeah, we got to vote against Trump. He must, be, he must be evil. He must be a racist. Yeah. Whereas if they actually are smart enough to look at the policies that are in place, right. he's done more for them than any president in the history of America no, other I than agree. Abraham Lincoln. I agree. No, I, I agree. And listen, people's problem with Trump is his pers- he has major personality flaws. Okay, that you have to admit. And if you don't well, admit see, it, I, I actually, I'm, like I said, I actually, there's nothing he could say or do that's wrong but he does. in my eyes. He, do, like he does have major but. personality flaws. And and the way he answers questions is so unpolitically correct, which most of us like about him. But sometimes, like, he, like I watched, let's put it this way, I watched the town hall the other night. He, he deflect, 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 just like all politicians do, you know. And um, listen, I, I, honestly, I want Trump to win, of course. Uh, but I mean, if he loses, oh, it's, it's a lot. I wouldn't even worry about it. I think it's a lot. Yeah, my the girl, only thing, my, my girlfriend, see, when, they poll, when they have these polls out here, when they have have these polls with that show Biden up by five, six, ten, fifteen percent. First of all, who are they polling? Because it makes absolutely no sense to me, unless they're polling only people from New York, California, yeah. or West Coast. No offense. Uh, you know, like uh, Arizona, Arizona, Trump is closing the gap right now. Yeah. And McSally is actually closing the gap, which is a yeah. shocker. Well, I'm not going to lie. I really felt that Arizona would turn blue because I think they put too many of the illegals have come to Arizona. Um, well, Mike, you know what? They just came out with a, uh, uh, uh I don't, I forget the, I can't think of the word, but they just came out with the voter registration as of a couple weeks ago. And there were more newly registered Republicans 70% than Democrats more. in Arizona. 70% in Florida and Arizona and Pennsylvania. So, uh, you know, it's exactly. pretty big. And, and, and the internal polling, from what I heard, on early voting, where they expected it, the Democrats to be like, like um, 40, 50% higher, it's only like 30% higher, which shows, and they know that everybody who's voting for Trump is not mailing it in. They're not, they're all going to be 
90% of them are voting on election day. They don't trust the fake news. They don't want them. To, they don't want to give polling to the to, to the Democrats. Like, I don't know one person who's ever answered a poll that's voting for Trump that said they're voting for Trump because they just like, don't you know something funny. My old man, who I know is voting for Trump, mm-hmm. told me the other day that they called him and he lied and said, oh, yeah, I'm voting for Biden when he's I, actually I, definitely not voting for Biden. I, every time they call me, I tell them I'm voting for Biden or I'm undecided. I don't tell them. I won't give them shit, okay? And, 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 and here's the thing is the silent majority was really big in 2016 because if you told people you like Trump, you fucking people would attack you on Twitter. Now, if you tell them you like Trump, you you could end up dead. So people are you're going to lose your job. People are losing their job if they say they vote for Trump. So now you just gotta you just gotta you just gotta sneak into that poll booth. Don't even wear a Trump hat. Just go in the poll booth. That's it. Click Trump and watch out. And, and make sure it do, and make sure when you click Trump, it doesn't print out Biden. That's all. You know, literally, literally at this point, like. The only thing I'm worried about at this point is if they somehow have fake ballots or, or, or they add up ballots that are that are not That's real. Not, like uh, in I Michigan, agree. they say like Michigan's governor and, and attorney the general have to verify how, the. How the, can the, anybody the in Michigan? Vote. I don't trust them. How can anybody in Michigan vote for fucking Biden after what Gretchen Whitmer has done with lockdowns in that state? She has oh, done. The, she's the she's ultimate the, communist. The ultimate. And that. And not only that, but she said, uh, or Biden said, uh, if he's elected, there's going to be a national mask mandate where no matter where you're at, yeah. if you're taking a dump in your house, you have to wear a mask. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. You know, they tried that in I 1920 mean, is, and they had it overturned. You know? What is this, Russia? What the hell? What is he, crazy? I know. And the problem is, too, and you know this and I know this, is... Uh, you know, Biden is mentally retarded, unfortunately. Yeah. And just, what's going to happen is, he's gonna, if he, well, he's not going to win. But well, if he was to win, she's going to be president. Is, I cannot afford her being president. She's the worst of the worst. She's the absolute she's, worst human being. She's the being. most liberal left senator in the Senate. And she's awful. She's, she's for, just a uh, fake, she's awful She's for getting rid being. of airplanes and, and getting rid of cows like the Green New Bill wants. I mean, these people are sick. They're crazy, dude. They're crazy, man. But just remember, you know, it's a lot a lot of political. You got to look through the political noise. A lot of political noise. Um, you know, hey, two, I, quick, two quick points. Before, I got to go, but I want to get two quick points in before I go. Uh, first, I'd like to see a stream, uh, uh, see you play a, uh, uh, an online a poker game stream. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm going to start streaming tomorrow. One. Yeah, and gonna... the other thing I wanted to get, get in was... Uh, I think it would be hilarious if you called Phil on the on the live stream here and see what he has to say. Yeah, uh, you know, I was um, I asked Phil to come on today, uh, talk about his match. He's like, "I'll come on Wednesday after the match is over. I'll come on next week." So, um, you know, oh, you can all, you know what you can do you can always uh, roll the dice and give Daniel a call. <laughs> I'll, Daniel will be on before his match with uh, with. Uh, with uh, Doug, that's for sure. We've already Doug Polk, who's, who's, who no one even knows. Oh, like he disappeared, and all of a sudden he's saying he wanted to. Did they actually uh, get that settled? Or they actually got ready I to just, go now? Or I honestly, going? I honestly don't understand what Daniel is getting out of playing Doug Polk. Okay, I don't understand. I, the, okay? only thing, the only thing I think I can think of is he already made the promise, and he doesn't want to break a promise, but. 
I like, mean, I thought they were gonna play. Other. I thought they were gonna play on GG Poker, and then GG Poker was gonna put up the money, and then GG Poker was gonna sponsor it to help promote the GG Poker site. But to play on WSOP.com, and they're both putting a million dollars on WSOP.com, to me, that's just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it, it just makes no sense to me. You know, like why? You know, I mean, I don't understand it. They should follow the exact format that Phil and Antonio are doing. Just well, do that's exactly what I what said. Doing. That's what I said. But see, Doug can't play fucking live. Doug, Doug is a online player. You know, I don't even know how he ever won that hundred k. I played with him live twice. I thought he was terrible both times. So, you know, but I, uh, what I, is I'll that? tell you what. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Real poker players play live. Period. No, absolutely, absolutely. It's why I always win playing live. And I never went online. Now, I did do well uh, during COVID because I got into a pretty good zone and I was playing one game with the same people every day and I picked up a lot of um, a lot of things on people. And so that's where more of my success came from. And that's where success from Daniel will come from. He'll he'll pick up on, on things that Doug does and uh, he's, that's what Daniel's good at. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. But anyways... Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, though. I hope, I hope next year they... World Series of Poker is back live, playing like live, like on TV and everything. Well, everything's going to be back fucking two weeks after the election results are over. I mean, come I on. I mean, the poker, the, the uh, casino near where I live, Mohegan Sun, uh, Pocono Downs, they just opened up the, the, finally opened the poker room back up. People are going to play live. Uh, they're not, if the pandemic was what they're telling you it is, you'd think they would allow all these places to open. Give me a break. The pandemic is all no, fucking man. political, man. It's, it's, it's hilarious because it's like they have bulletproof uh, glass around the table. Like there's sexy glass every yeah. every seat. Whatever. I mean, I mean, whatever. I mean, they'll have a, the pandemic will be over probably. It'll probably be over by February, you know, and that'll be it. You know, all the fear mongering. Mike, I'm looking forward to the. I'm looking forward to your live stream with uh, when you're when you're actually playing. I like to watch you play online and hopefully you can win a couple bucks. Yeah. I'll be on. I'll be on the, uh, tomorrow. So, uh, well, uh, you'll see. Uh, I'm going to be uh, doing that, trying to promote my room, and uh, and we'll see how it goes. But I appreciate the call, and uh, I hope to God you're right on Trump. I think you're right. I'm starting to believe you are, but we'll see what happens. I'm more confident now than I was a month ago. I'll tell you that. Me too. Uh, I was not very confident. Trump 2020, Mike. Have a good night. You got it, man. Take care. Thanks for calling. We got any more calls, my man? All right, let's go. Yo. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Hey, Mike. How are you doing? Good, man. What are you up to? Uh, freezing my dick off here in Chicago. Oh, it's cold out there, huh? Yeah. Well, uh, I want to say I'm a big fan of yours. Thanks, buddy. For the longest time. And um, what do you think about that uh, the Phil and uh, Antonio heads-up match? That's that's what I wanted to ask you. Uh, we've been talking about it. Um, I, I mean, honestly, I think Antonio is a really good cash game player. I think he lost two matches, and I think he's going to be very prepared for match three. 
And I told Phil, I just want to make sure he studies the tape and make sure he he sees the mistakes that he made. And Phil tells me to shut up. I don't know what I'm talking about. And when you have an attitude of, of I'm the greatest and shut up and I know what I'm doing and you don't want to, you know, uh, study the tape. I mean, I'm, I, I worry that Phil might lose, you know. I'm hoping that he doesn't, but. But I know egos will break you, cards will make you, man. Whoops, we lost him. Anyways, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, I know that Phil's ego will take him down, so hopefully he'll he'll get it together and play well. Welcome to the mouthpieces, Mike. What up? Um, is this like more of like a political segment you guys are having right now? No, there's just not just much. Discussion. We're just having an open discussion. We're talking about sports. We're talking about poker. We're talking about politics. We're talking about whatever you want to talk about, my man. What do you want to talk right about? Right on. Okay. Well, I just asked. Well, I'm just like, uh, I'm like 22, and I quit my job when I was like uh, 19, and I just started pursuing online. Yep. Um, and then, like,. Uh, just like didn't go so great. Like it was, it went really well for like two years, and then just like got a girlfriend. There you go. And, like, There's the first downfall right there. More money. Yeah, but yeah. then like I don't know. It just kind of opened. Don't you up know? Didn't you ever watch Rounders? Women are the rake, man. Yeah, man. So, but yeah, like I don't know. I really love her, and well, that's good. Her man. Time Listen, stuff. that's way more important than money or fucking poker right. or anything. Trust me, I I appreciate right. that, man. I'm gonna, I'm really happy for you. It's good to hear, man. Well, thanks a lot. And I, I just like had like when you were younger. Like I don't know your whole life story. Right. Maybe I can find it on YouTube somewhere. But when you when you were younger, go read my book, Check started, Raising like, the Devil. Go read my book, Check Raising the okay. Devil. You'll get a, a, my whole okay, right on. my whole poker story. It's like an right. And yeah. yeah, I definitely will. And I was just like wondering, like when you were younger, like did you have, or, or even like when you were like older, like maybe thirty or forty, did you have any? Regrets, like, uh, I kind of wish I didn't go to this. Yeah. These are the regrets I have, okay? And I'm being honest. The regrets I have is when I made a lot of money, they asked me what I wanted to do with all the money I made playing poker. And I said, well, what do you you mean what am I going to do? I'm going to play higher. What do you think I'm going to do? Yeah. And I wish I would have just invested money and put myself in a position where I had my money working for me and then when I ran bad and fucked up or blew a million in sports or whatever I fucking did, I still had mm-hmm. income. Because what happens is is when things go bad and you know you're a good player and you're like, ah, oh, if things go bad, I'll be able to borrow money from this guy, right. this guy. And they'll be there for you. Nobody's going to be there for you. Nobody's your friend in poker. So just remember mm-hmm. that. So the next time you get back on your feet and you're doing well, Take 20, 30% of what you have and put it where you can't touch it, where you invested in the market, invested in places oh, where. Wow. And these are the mistakes I made, okay? So when I had my injury in 2014, all of a sudden nobody was there for me and I couldn't work. And uh, my bills were like 20, 25,000 a month. And when you go for a year and a half with that many bills, you know, and you don't have any income. You know, things start right. going bad. And then I started pressing, uh, forcing myself to play when I was in pain. 
uh, that never worked oh. out well. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it took me, it took me from, uh, I mean, I didn't get on my feet till 2020, till 2020. It's been the best year of my life since 2013, oh, wow. you know, so as bad as the year has been for everyone else, it's been good for me. I've been able to pay off 90% of my debts. Um, and, um, and, uh, I'm, I'm doing well and I'm tr- all I'm right now is I, uh, I put some money that I made where I can't touch it uh, into the market uh, and, uh, with a friend. And then uh, I just keep right now trying to pay everybody. I don't owe that much money. I think I owe like maybe 180000 more. Uh, that's mm. all the way down from uh, close to six hundred. So, uh, you know, um, I'm trying to do the right things. And, uh, yeah, that's my best advice to you is – is when you get back on your feet, and if you're a good player, you will. Uh, don't tell yourself, don't think you're better than everybody else. Because even if you are, you're you're not right. that much better than anybody else. I tell people that all the time. The best player in the world is only like I like to put my my finger like an inch away apart than the neck than the guy that's not that's a really good player. So and and the and the difference will show only show over five ten year time you know over a ten year period. Right. So it's very important. You know, egos will break you, cards will make you. Stay humble and stay focused. And when you get and, and it's important to learn other games too. You know. Uh, because the no limit hold'em, you know, there's a lot of good no limit hold'em players, you know. So it's important right. in other games. Uh, be good at mixed games. Be good at PLO. Be good at all the games. So if there's if the there's no limit game sucks, and you look over and there's a hundred, two hundred, or eighty one sixty mixed game going, or two four hundred mixed or big mix game, depends how big you want to play. You know, there's mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be fish over there. You know what I mean? Or or there's a the 1020 PLO or no, no limit sucks, but there's a 1020 PLO right down the street with four fish in there. You got to make sure you know how to play all the games. So, my advice to you is is work hard, try and learn other games, um, and then uh, you know get yourself on your feet. And if you start doing well, uh, put away some money. Don't. I, that's the biggest mistake I made. Is I yeah yeah. I, I think that that was a great piece of advice to hear. To yeah. once I get a role going again to. Yeah. And you will, and you will, you know, you will, you know, but the thing is, is you, you need to, you don't see when you lose confidence, poker is about confidence. When you have confidence, you crush, you know, that's why the guy made a good point, you know, about the Phil match coming up. He's like, well, Phil's got confidence right now. And, and Antonio's kind of reeling, but you know, poker is about confidence when you're playing well and you're winning, you're able to pull the trigger. You're able to make those moves and you know, you're right. When you're right. losing, you every time you try and make that move or that pull that trigger, you feel like you're going to do it, and the guy's going to call you, and then you back out. So it's mm-hmm. it's very important to uh, you know uh, when you're when you're running good, and I, I tell people all the time when you're running good and playing good, stay, maybe even play higher. When you're running bad and 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 playing not so good, get up. Take a few days off because the game's going to be there the next day. That's one of, another one of the biggest problems mm-hmm. I used to have is I used to hate losing so much. I used to play 24, 48, 72 hours straight. I just couldn't stand losing, mm-hmm. you know, but you got to take losses. That's, you know, the, be- the best players in the world will stay when they're winning and leave when they're losing, not stay when they're losing, okay. not stay when they're losing and, and hit and run when they're winning. The people who hit and run 
they, they can't win because as soon as they're losing, they go off for everything they want. It might take six months. It mm-hmm. might take a year. They might hit and run and be successful for six months or a year. All of a sudden, a year or two down the road, all of a sudden they start losing and they start playing for two, three days and they lose everything. So that's my advice. If you're running good, playing good, stay. If the game's good. If you're running bad, playing bad, or the game sucks, get up. Go spend time with your girl. Mm-hmm. Come back. Come back on another day. So... Right on. That was some good advice. Yeah. And then just like when you were um, like you, so like I was, I'm kind of just like I'm at the point where I'm just like really deciding if I just really got to go all in on poker or um, like go back to college. Or, like, you want you want you want actually. my advice? I'll give you advice. Yeah. Go back to college. Yeah. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Go back to college and play poker for for fun on the side for extra for extra income because there's just too many good players in the world. Uh, and unless you get into private games, they're just poker's too hard. And uh, I know because I finally got in private games during COVID and now they kicked me out of all of them because I won too much. And, uh, and that's oh. what poker's become. But in the old days, you just go went to the casino. There was no private games. Everybody played in the casino and the fish showed up and everybody chopped out against the fish you know but now it's tough you know so i honestly think you know i that you know i'm glad you asked me that because i think you should go to college i think you should get it get yourself where you're making good income because let me tell you something the ups and downs of poker are very strenuous on on relationships and and women women don't like to be in relationships with with people that they're depressed one day, happy the next, depressed one. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Man. It's just not healthy. So if mm. you go back to school and you work hard and you and you get yourself a job where you're making good money, and then you want to play on weekends, you know, and dedicate your time yeah. to playing on weekends, you're gonna make you'll pick up an extra hundred thousand a year, you know. But it, mm. it, the thing is, is 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 it, and your woman will appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? She won't see the. The depression of you having to, uh, to to have to win to pay bills, you know, you don't want. It's just it's a miserable lifestyle, you know. There's very few people that have been successful like me. Uh, I, I'm very lucky that I have a natural instinct for poker, and I'm able to win whenever I want to win. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I've, if I had to choose over, you know, like right now, I'm I'm trying to invest money in in the market. I'm trying to invest money where I could get money working for me. I mean, I'm 52 years old. I mean, I shouldn't be in this spot. I've made millions and millions and millions playing right. poker. And I dunked, dusted it all betting sports and, uh, or, you know, I'm just doing stupid shit, you know, but I never, mm-hmm. I never lost money in poker, you know? So, but I'm very lucky right. and I'm fortunate, but I tell people all the time, you know, make poker, make poker fun. Don't make poker your life because, Right, it's, totally. it's, it's, I'm being honest with you, man. It's it's this, the lifestyle is it's it's not meant for everybody, and it's very, you know, uh, when when the losses start to, the depression of the lo- lo- losses start to outweigh the happiness of winning. That's when that's when it just becomes just it's just not fun. So you know, no, you, not at all. So if you if you, you keep yeah, it that, that just and my girlfriend sees that. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. Go ahead. 
What'd you say? Uh, yeah, just, like with my girlfriend, like she knows like just like the ups and downs of it, and she's real cool with it. Right. But I mean, like, what the fuck am I? And these games, like online, getting tougher than shit. Dude, online's beyond tough now. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's it's and so, it's mm-hmm. it, it is you know, and uh, yeah, if you don't get in these private home games, you're just screwed. And uh, like I said, I was very fortunate. I made a lot of money in a home game in private games this year, and I'm able to to um, take that money, pay people back, and able to invest it. And hopefully, uh, I'll be able to make some money where I won't have to worry about shit the rest of my life. Because I struggled for three straight years, and nobody was there for me, and uh, and then nobody's going to be there for you. So, uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, women want stability too they want they don't they want you know yeah. they, they're looking for a family they don't want to they want to, they don't want to know whether you had a losing poker session if you're going to be able to pay the bills or not you know and, and right. it's probably the reason why I'm not married you know so I'm trying to become a better person trying to trying to work on those things and uh and mm-hmm. uh and trying to you know I was young I was you know I didn't listen to anybody I mean it's it's hard I don't know if you'll listen to me you know but people People, when I was your age, were telling me what I'm telling you, and of course I didn't listen mm-hmm. because you got to find, you got to right. learn, you got to learn on your own, you know. But uh, I wish I would have. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have, you know. And it wasn't because poker. I did great in poker. I was better than everybody in poker. It's the fact that I, I thought I was so much better than everybody that I could just blow millions of dollars betting sports, and I'll just win it back playing poker. And then when people got good at poker, it wasn't. It, to, but in the old days, it was easy to pick up a million playing poker. <laughs> now it's you know picking up a couple hundred. You got to grind, man. You got to work hard. Yeah, totally. It's hard. So, um, yeah. So, do you ever like look back at those days? Like you said, you're not married, and like, do you ever look back at those days and just be like, I just actually wish I didn't choose this poker path. I've been like almost depressed at points. No, in my because life. I, I don't look at I that. Call it. No, I don't look at that because I really didn't really have much direction and poker really saved me. And I don't know if I could have ever done anything else. But I but I will say that I, I do look back at poker and at, at and the th- mistakes I've made. Uh, right. And, and, and not listening to people. Um, when mm-hmm. when people like Phil Helmuth was busy investing all his money in, in, in the markets and... Uh, and Daniel was investing all his money, and all these people that I grew up with were investing all their money. I was busy betting sports and thinking I was better than everybody else, and just could make unlimited money in poker. And uh, mm-hmm. those are the mistakes I've made, you know. And so now it's uh, I, I'm going to pay everybody back. I don't owe many much anymore, but but uh, well, what I you know I'm just going to get that done. And uh, and right now I'm looking at uh, trying to uh, make money outside of poker. I'm trying to make m- poker. You know, it's hard for me with my injury to uh, play full time. Full time, uh, I enjoy mm-hmm. playing at the World Series, and um, that's about it. You know, so uh, the mm-hmm. advice I gave you is pretty much what I'm gonna I'm doing right now, and that's trying to play poker a couple times a week and uh, and kind of work on making money, uh, whether it be in the stock market or other investments, and trying to uh, put myself in a position to where. Eight years from now, I got a couple million put away and don't owe anybody any money, which I think I'll have that done in a couple of years. But if it's, uh, you know, but I'm in no rush. The old Mike would want to do it in a couple of years. And the new Mike, if, if I have a couple million in, my time, in, in eight years from now and 
don't know anybody, I'll be the happiest guy in the mm. world. So, you know, uh, yeah. I really, I, I, I really think you should consider going back to school and playing poker, and playing poker for fun and making money for uh, on the side because doing it full time is, um, I'm telling you right now, it, 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 it's hard. It's hard. Now I'm not right. saying you don't have the I talent. I'm not saying you don't have the talent to do it. You might, okay, mm. but it's hard. Okay, it, it just is. And if you don't have connections in the home games, it's even harder. So, you know, that's the best advice I could give you. Yeah, I could, I, I could tell. Yeah, I could tell. Like after I quit my job, and I was just like washing dishes somewhere. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Whole Foods. Yeah, you're still like, so they, young. They nice. Yeah. Yeah, and I could just tell. I could just tell. Like literally, probably two, three months in after um, quitting, I was like, oh my god, this is not as enjoyable. And fun. like I used to come home from work and just play until I went to work the next day. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Because you know. when I started playing for the li- a living, I was like, oh, I guess this is not. Yeah. meant for me like did you when you went for your first like couple of years like or even first year going pro did you like or maybe you've just been grinding forever uh, I, and that's I, only, I mean the first time when i went pro in uh november 1996 i went down to a place called crystal park back then it was all limit hold'em i was one of the best limit hold'em players in the world and then they i used playing 2040 here at the mirage and I uh, went down there and played 40, 80, and 81, 60. In the first three weeks, I struggled to adjust to the to the, how aggressive um, that bigger games were. And then once I adjusted, I just demolished it. And then uh, it was, I just won every day. It wasn't even fun to me anymore. So then I learned other games because uh, I needed another challenge. And then Doyle told me, he's like, Mike, you're not playing high enough. You got to play high enough to where if you lose, you feel it. And, of course, I looked up to Doyle, so I listened to him. Uh, kind of uh, one of the bigger mistakes I made or could say a good thing that I made because, you know, then I ended up losing all my money playing 400, 800. And, uh, but then I got it all back and uh, I'm one of the best mixed game players in the world. But uh, yeah, I mean, he, he was right. You know, you don't, if you can't get a thrill out of losing or winning, you're, you're not playing high enough. So, um, but now I'm playing a lot smaller and I get a, just as big a thrill. Uh, you know, I pick up a thousand here, a couple of th- you know, a thousand a day is, you know, that's uh, 30,000 a month. Yeah. You know, if you play in games with people who play worse than you, you're always going to win. So that's, you know, that's mm-hmm. the key is game selection and, and money management, uh, something I never had up until a couple of years ago. And, uh, and, and it's all about playing in the best game. It's not about playing in the biggest game. You know, you want to play in a game where you're always going to win, you know, and there's plenty of games like mm-hmm. that, you know. You just got to find them. And uh, if you if you yeah. work if you work full time and you and you have a career and then and then you play in those games part time after, poker's a lot fun, a lot more fun when you're winning every day yeah. than you're losing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what limit you're playing. Even if you're picking up five hundred a day or a thousand a day, or you know, you don't need to make ten or twenty thousand a day. I mean, I used to think mm-hmm. I needed to make thirty thousand a day, but you don't need to make thirty thousand a day. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, like right, my life right now, without the stress in it, I mean, I'm not. I, can, I I made enough money during the COVID. I I can sit home now. I don't have to play for six months. You know, I can literally mm. not have to play one hand of poker for six months, and I'm still going to be fine. Mm. You know, and 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 I've always my whole life up until I got sick, I never had less than a hundred thousand in my name ever. You know, and I played the biggest games. If I went broke, I borrowed from somebody and. You know, and but but uh, then things got tough after after Black Friday, and 
And all of a sudden, people I used to be able to borrow as much as I want from, I couldn't borrow from anymore. So, you know, it kind of mm-hmm. humbles you a lot and it makes you a better person. And I think I become a better person because of it, you know. So. Yeah, totally. Do you think what Doyle told you to like hop in the bigger games, like the four eight hundred, mm-hmm. that he was almost trying to get you to come and play? I think I, I thought about it many times. You know, I thought yeah. about it many times. But when I was playing four and eight, he was always playing one thousand, two thousand. So, uh, okay, okay. Uh, you know, but I I thought about it. You know, like they saw all the money I was making, how cocky I was, and I said yeah. to myself, did they really, did they get me in bigger games so they could bust me? You know. Uh, mm-hmm. But I learned a lot from it, and and I and I know when I play in the bigger games, I could compete with anybody, you know. But I I, I was telling mm-hmm. so I was telling David Baker yesterday or two days ago, I'm like I I don't have any interest in playing high limit poker anymore. I I go I just don't. I'm like I'm happy. I want to make money. I I don't care if I make. I don't need to make. I don't need to win or lose twenty thousand a day. It's just it's miserable. You walk by that two four thousand game in, in Bobby's room at the Bellagio, and every one of them have their heads in their hands. They look like they're going to fucking die. And I'm like, why, yeah. why do I want to? Who wants to live a miserable life like that? You know. And that's how totally I was. Gone. That's how I was when I was playing four and eight, six hundred, twelve hundred every day. It's like it's just not fun. You know. I mean, if you win fifty thousand. You weren't even happy, but if you lost fifty thousand, you wanted to jump off a bridge. It was, it, it's just, it's not, it's not what I want to do. So, uh, you know, I can handle mm-hmm. the swings of poker because I've been around for twenty four years. But, but you know what? It's 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 just it's a it's a tough lifestyle, man. It's it's you're young and you have a choice right now. And at your age, I'm giving you that choice. I'm telling you, you should go back to school and play poker. Yeah, you should play poker part time. And when you once once you get yourself through school and you and you and you get yourself a good job and you get settled in and you settle down you have a family then play poker and enjoy your life man because playing poker full time is it's not a good lifestyle it's just you've seen it you you you've done it for 3 years you've, yeah. you've seen how mm-hmm. the downside of it right and you're young can you imagine yeah. the downside of it when you start playing high limit and you get older you know cuz once you're in once you've made that choice there's no getting out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's uh, what I'm so worried about. And you're young, dude. And I and I'm I, yeah. I don't want to see you make that wrong choice. I do want to see you playing mm-hmm. poker and I do want to see you playing against me one day at the World Series, but I want to see I want to yeah. see you I want to see you making uh, the right choices in life and and I just think uh playing poker professionally is is just probably not the right choice. This is mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think yeah, I'm like already I've been looking into getting back into school and everything and like i think i think it'll just be for sure and everything yeah. but just sorry sorry to keep you on the phone no it's really all good man it. it's, it's really all good nice I, I i like helping people out i like i like giving people advice i i've made a lot of mistakes in my life and like i said i'm very mm-hmm. fortunate i'm a great great poker player i god gave me the ability to play poker i see things people don't see i've, I've never run a sim in my life I don't need to do any of that shit. I'm just good. But you know what? Mm. I also know that I don't want to go through a losing. I don't want to go through a big losing streak and losing everything again and nobody being there for me. You know, I have an injury mm-hmm. that's still fucked. I still deal with severe pain and uh, being able to play full time. is just not in my just not in the cards for me anymore. Uh, and if I was healthy, I'd probably play full time. But uh you know, I can't do it now, and so I've got to find other avenues. So, 
Anyways, right. I, I think I got another call. I appreciate well, I, it. I just, I, I just had one more question. If you're, sure. if you're fine, it'll take two seconds. Go ahead. Uh, how do you like go from like, um, like looking back and like seeing like, oh my god, I used to have so much more money. Like, how do you deal with that? Just being like, oh wow, that I was used to actually have like fucking that took me more. that took me many years to deal with. Um, especially after I got sick, you know, I blamed everybody. I, I. Uh, I played the victim. And in life, you mm. can't play the victim. You must play the victor. If you play the victim and say, woe me, woe is me, why did this happen to me? Oh, why is me? Why did this? Why did they do this to me? Why did this guy set me up? Why did this happen to me? You're, uh. you're never going to be anything in life, you know? And this is where, where you know, kind of like politics come in. It's like like one side tells you, oh, you're the victim. You're, you're born black so you don't have as good a chance as American dream. Well, that's bullshit. My dad told me I was born with no money. I didn't have money growing up. My dad told me you work hard in life. You could have anything you want in life son, but you gotta work hard at it. You can't play the victim. You gotta work hard. If you work hard at anything in life, you will be successful. And you know what? It took me many years to think about all the money I used to have and I went through and how nobody was there for me. I mean, I fucking went through I staked, I lost 4.2 million staking people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, just give me one yeah. of those million dollars back and I'd never have to work again yeah. the rest of my life. You know, uh-huh. but that's just that's just the way it is. You know, you got to learn from your mistakes. And, uh, okay. you know, hopefully, you know, having this talk with me, it'll make you learn and maybe not make the same mistakes I've made because I've made a lot. No, totally. I, re- I really appreciate it. Yeah, I really have been taking everything you're saying so hard. Uh, I hope so. Everything. I, I'm sorry to keep you on. Maybe maybe you, this is just a BS call for you and I can no, tell myself. No, it's all good, man. I can look inside. No, it's all good, man. I okay. appreciate it. Thanks for calling, and uh, thanks for listening to the mouthpiece, and uh, take care. All right, Best of luck. Peace. Bye. Another call? Yeah. How many more? Two as of right now. All right. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the mouthpiece. Hello. Welcome to the mouthpiece is Mike. Hey, Mike. I, I know that such, you're such a big fan of CNN. I, I wonder if you just had a quick uh, second here, if if you could list your worst anchors. Okay, I got a little spreadsheet here. So that's Would you be easy. willing to participate? Yeah, absolutely. That's an easy one. All right, so you you got to basically pick your worst one out of the out of the, the, the oh, come brackets, on. okay? It's not even I got close. Jim Acosta or Dana Bash. Oh, Acosta's a war, worse than her. Any particular reason? Just because you think he's annoying? To the, Trump always well, gets so I annoyed mean, by him, right? Because he's a fucking, he's a, he just wants attention. He's, a, he's not even a journalist. He's just, uh, he makes up shit for fucking clicks. And he's a, he's a narcissist. He's an idiot. I mean, Dana Bass, all right, she's so- all right. I mean, she's. She's just a fucking. She's getting a little old. She's getting a little old on the eyes. That's my opinion on her. Yeah. But otherwise, she's okay. Yeah. We'll have you in the makeup there, but oh, we got Kate Baldwin or Wolf Blitzer. Who 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 knows you the worst there? Oh God. Like I don't mind Wolf. To tell you the truth. Kate he seems Baldwin like a straight shooter. Or Wolf Blitzer. Uh, I mean, I like how he attacked Nancy the other day. I mean, but overall, yeah. most of the time, he doesn't do it. I mean, when the fake news start attacking their own, you have you know they're in trouble, you know. So uh, yeah, I mean the other girls, she don't really. Neither one of the actually neither one of those two really bother me actually. They're, okay, I mean, 
How about how about Aaron Burnett? He's like on like I think like eight o'clock versus morning. John Brett Brendan, which is like I think he's on at five. Uh, Aaron Burnett before or after the baby? Before she was kind of she's she's, uh, she's Aaron good Burnett. I, I I mean I don't yeah I don't watch that much uh, CNN, but I mean like. I mean the worst. I mean the worst is Don Lemon. He's not even. He's just a fucking racist, fucking hater, hate. He just hates people. You know. I don't know. I mean, the the CNN. How about how about Chris? What what about Chris Cuomo? Well, you know, Cuomo's just a phony. You know. I I mean, I watch him. I watched Cuomo the last two nights because I gotta. I have to figure out what. I, I like to yeah I I tell people all the time if you're on the right you got to watch left wing media and if you're on the left you got to watch right wing media because you got to figure out what 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 bullshit they're pushing right so I watched Cuomo right. yesterday to see what bullshit he was pushing uh, and uh, I mean I anytime I get through the hour without having to fucking fast forward I mean it usually means that they weren't like completely anti Trump for the day. I mean, but the, the uh, is, CN, there, the C- is there anybody on there that you do like? Like one guy I do think's not half bad is that Schmirkanish guy on Saturdays at nine o'clock in the morning. Oh, he's okay. He seems like at least he do both sides. I don't know. I just think everybody. On, I think CNN is all fake news. I just think that they they push a political agenda. They push. They don't ever. They're not. They're not real journalists. At least like on Fox. Like they're. If you want to watch their lineup, their opinion shows okay they're get they, they're they're listed as opinion shows like wolf and anderson cooper and cuomo and don lemon are listed as journalists those aren't journalists those are fucking political hacks see what i'm saying there's a big difference you know right yeah. well on, on, on uh fox news i mean who like Hattie, he is to me opinion though, right? He's an opinion host. That- He's an opinion yeah. host. Laura's an opinion host. Uh, Tucker's an opinion host. Uh, the the only anchors on Fox News is you got Bill Hummer at twelve. You got Chris Wallace on Sundays. You got Brett Bear at three o'clock, right? And you got Martha McCallum at four o'clock. Those are those are actual journalists that do news. Tucker, Hannity, and Laura are opinion shows. See now, if if CNN. If they if they rated Don Lemon, Cuomo, and Anderson Cooper as opinion hosts, then I wouldn't care. But they're listed as journalists. They they literally try and put what they spew out as literal facts when ninety nine point nine percent of what they fucking put out are lies. They're just make up shit. But hold on, CNN. CNN has the best medical experts you'd ever see in the world, right? Well, I mean, I used to be a Sanjay Gupta fan until <laughs> he became political. I mean, at the beginning of the pandemic, he was he went to the White House. He was talking about how good a job Trump was doing, and he I was in coordinating with the White House. And then as soon as he said said that, a week later, he was told all anti-Trump ever since because they told him you can't be on this network saying praising the president for doing anything good. See what I'm trying to say? So I lost a lot of respect for him, and I had a, and I really respected him a lot before he became another political hack. Because I mean, they know what's going on. They act like the, I mean, they know what the pandemic is, and they, they, they're still fucking. You turn on CNN right now, and they act like the pandemic is still March. That's how much they're putting you in fear going into the election because they know it's well, a winning message. A lot of the things too is like. What they don't cover sometimes, I mean, both sides do, but what they don't cover says anything. Like, 
you wouldn't see anything about these Hunter Biden emails, right? No. Like, it's, it's not like even the biggest a story. story in the world. They don't even like address it. There's been a total of on ABC, NBC, CNN, and MSNBC nine minutes total to the Hunter Biden emails, and these are these emails have been verified from his computer. These are real emails. The guy's a fucking crook, okay? And, and, and they're, it's not like, oh, these are just Russian disinformation. No, these are real, and they know it's going to hurt Biden. So they want your t- Let me tell you something. It's like Tucker said yesterday. Win or lose, no matter who wins or lose, whether Trump wins or loses the election, the American media has been exposed for the disgraceful bias and fucking and lies over and over and over again. And for that, unless they fix that, the country will, it will always suffer. The country will suffer unless we get rid of these fucking corrupt media fucking organizations. That's the fact. Exactly. Yeah. Win or all right, lose. That's all I had to say. You got it, my man. Thanks for calling, man. And, all right. uh, and pray for our country every day and no matter who wins. Yeah. All right. Take it easy. Later. Hello. Welcome to the mouthpiece. Is Mike? Hey, Mike. It's Mark. How you doing, brother? Good, buddy. How are you? Can I drop you? No, I got you. What's up, man? Oh, okay. Hey, I, I got a poker question for you. Sure. So, uh, here we go. I was playing at a table. Uh, the guy that write to me, no matter what, would always raise to like 150 every hand. Mm-hmm. So after a couple orbits, I just waited. I'm like, all right, he's going to go. I bumped it up to 300. Okay. He, tur- he turned around, uh, made it like 660, I think he made so it. He, an off he, number. So he so four I bet. just jammed it. And what do you have? Yeah, he did. I, I had pocket aces, so I just jammed it. Okay. So I was going in. He turns around and he just calls with a king, king eight of diamonds. I ended up losing the hand. And I was just like, but there's nothing you can do in that situation, right? How Even much, though he wait, when you went all in, how much more? What did you go all in for? How much total? Uh, it ended up being, he only had like 2,200. He put, tw- where, so where do I, I get, where do I get in this game? Where, where are these games at? Um, the people are putting 2,200 in with it, king eight preflop. Yeah, that was Council Bluff, Iowa. Oh, my God. Iowa? Okay, I'm moving to Iowa. Yeah. Iowa's Trump's country anyway, man. There's not as many liberals out there. I might have to go there. Wow, uh, Iowa, huh? 2,200 preflop with King 8. How do I get? I want to play. King 8. Suited. Suited. Oh, suited. Oh, I see. Suited. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever called a double with King 8 in my life. I know I haven't, and I never will. Uh, but um, that's a, what game? What size game was that? Five ten or well, how big was it? Yeah, uh, five ten. But it, it, it kind of just plays like, big, right? People, a, I, what are people yeah, open it, for? Fifty? People open for like five x, six x? Yeah, open for everybody like was kind of opening it up, the one hundred, yeah. one fifty. Yeah. So it, was it a big, didn't yeah. matter. But this guy was nothing but money. I ended up getting my money back anyways. Wait a minute, what, later wait, on. wait, I want what what part of Iowa again? I need to go visit this place. 
Council Bluff, Iowa. There you go, Council Bluff, Iowa. That's my new my dude. Let me let me go look up houses in Council Bluff, Iowa today. Woo-hoo! You'll probably find one for about seventy grand, brother. I know, dude. I'm telling you, Middle America. I was looking. You could buy a a house with three and a half acres on a lake for like five hundred thousand. With I looks like a nice big modern house. I mean, it's amazing. Like, why am I? What am I living here in a, in Las Vegas? It's not like the poker's that good out here. Fuck, the poker sounds better in fucking Council Bluff, Iowa, than it does in Vegas. But uh, yeah, yeah. There's nothing, you can, There's nothing you can do in a situation when everybody just keeps on doing that, yeah. right? Just gotta keep and, on going listen, and find the two. You anytime got you it, right? get your money in pre-flop with two aces, there's nothing you could do. There's nothing you could do. Okay, I mean, just let me get my money in all in pre-flop with aces every hand the rest of my life, and then we'll we'll go from there. Yeah, anytime I can get it in pre-flop with aces, let's go. Yeah. I'm four to one favorite over any two cards. Yeah. Anytime I get my money in four to one favorite, I want. Let's go. So. Yeah, you you gotta love the fish like that, though, bro. Even though I lost that hand, I ended up cashing out on the night. So Good. it was just one of those things, you know. Well, do you, just, what is it? A casino but it does you playing? Drive me crazy. Is it a casino you playing down there? Yeah. Yeah. What's was it, that a casino? What's it called? What's the casino name? Horse. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. The horseshoe. Oh, the horseshoe oh, in Iowa. Okay, cool. Well, I hope I wish you best of luck and uh, keep playing in games where people are putting in twenty two hundred with king eight, and you're gonna be a very wealthy man. That's all I got to say. Hey, uh, one more thing. Sure. As I drive through the United States now, back in two two thousand sixteen, I seen Trump signs everywhere. I'm seeing more Trump signs now than I did. That's what and everybody's telling like, me. This is what yeah, everybody's I'm telling seeing, me. I'm seeing in like Detroit. I was in Detroit last week. Yeah. I'm seeing in upstate New York, Massachusetts, Connecticut. I'm seeing it in different I'm places. I'm telling you, I think uh, a month ago, I didn't think Trump was going to win. Uh, a week ago, I didn't think Trump was going to win. Uh, there's been a lot of people that have called in the show or DM me and told me the exact same thing. And you look at these rallies. I mean, they're getting 20,000 people out to an airport hangar in the middle of nowhere. You know what I mean? I just uh, I just see the momentum is behind him. And and the, the Democrats, they're all afraid to go outside. They, their own people, their new, all their fake news has scared them to death to go out. And the Republicans, they just want to go out. They want to live their lives. You know, the one side has you in fear. The other side has you... Uh, you know, you can only fear somebody. I mean, you turn on CNN, they they act like it's March, and you're going to die if you go outside from COVID. It's a fucking joke. But anyway. Yeah, it is. Hey, one more thing. What do you think about Amy Coney Barrett? I think she's amazing. I think she's the best best pick I've ever seen, to be honest with you. You know. Yeah. But, I did the, I did the, uh, the pump of the fist. I'm kind of hoping we can get Roe v. Wade overturned. But I am worried if Joe Joe Biden wins, they stack the court, and then we get a spot all over again. You know. Well, uh, you know, they'd have to. If we hold the Senate, it doesn't make a difference what Joe Biden does. See what I'm saying? Right. So whether Trump wins or loses, the only thing you should be making pulling for is that the Republicans hold the Senate. That's the most important thing in the world. That's the only thing that matters is the Republicans hold the Senate. So. Wow, the Rays just took a two nothing lead 
but uh, in the bottom uh, of the up there at the Bellagio, yeah, I was just I kind of poked my head in there, and uh, they were playing in Barry's room. But those games seem like they break out. I think my, Matt Berkeley was there that night when I when I uh, mm-hmm. poked my head in there, and uh, it just seems like the games don't play for hours on end. It seems like nah, they go for about, out of there in about they go five for about, six hours. Yeah, they go for five six hours, and they play. You know, sometimes they go longer if they're playing really like nosebleed, but. Uh, yeah, they don't last that long. They go for about five hours a day. So, and most. Of them uh, hey, what was the name of your book so I can order it on Amazon? Is it on Amazon? Oh yeah, yeah. It's called Check Race and the Devil. All right, so, brother. Um, I appreciate you. I'm going to keep you. Have a great week and be right, you safe. You too, man. Take care. Peace. All right, brother. Later. One more. Let's go. The Rays with a two-run homer in the bottom of the first inning. Let's see who hit it. Did the Did the Cuban guy hit it? Yep, the Cuban guy hit it again, a Rosarina. Wow. Mikey. What's up? Welcome to Mouthpieces, Mike. What's going on, man? Doing okay, man. Your last caller um, made me want to ask you a couple questions. Sure. One, um, you were giving him crap about the uh, the King 8, about the, the like, these people putting all this money on the King 8. Yep. I remember distinctly you busting Todd Brunson's aces on season two of High Stakes with a King 8. Oh, so maybe not get so high and mighty about the King 8, Mr. Mr. Uh, I must have been in the big blind and probably defended. Okay, that would probably. Uh, perhaps I do not really believe I've okay. actually ever called a cold raise with King Eight in my entire life. Now I'm not saying I haven't. I'm. I just don't remember if I have. You know. Now I've defended I, my um, big. I, I didn't have. I, I didn't have time to dig up the archives. I think it might have been a new open and he free bet and you decided to flat. Then you fought the king. You know, check call flop, check call turning. You spike an eight on the river. And you yeah, I mean, I've open raised. I mean, let's just say I'm in uh, sure. the cutoff. I'll raise the king eight suited, and then he three bets me, and I think that uh, that he's just you know that he's weak, and uh, and I might call. And I mean, that's happened before, but I don't think I've ever ever somebody open raised and I've called with king eight suited. I mean, I well, just, no, because you're a good player, and that's, right. that's not how it works. That's I understand. All, you know, so, um, yeah. I, I was just giving you a little crap because I remember you playing King Eight way like like 15 years ago. I, I, it's um, all good. You I, also said that there that you also said Trump is getting a 20k out to an airplane hangar mm-hmm. uh, out in the middle of nowhere, and that middle of nowhere is where I went to high school. It's actually not a bad place, but yeah. I saw that rally. Which one? And, the one uh, in Michigan, it, or it, which one? The one in, it was in, it was in Greenville, North Carolina. Yeah. Oh yeah, that a was, lot of people. Oh yeah, that was yeah, that was two days ago. Yeah, I saw that. That was a few days ago, yeah. And um, I, I went to, I, I lived there for four years. It's a nice little town, but um, it's actually gotten a lot bigger now. Here's anyway, what I want. Here's a question um, for you. Maybe you can answer this. Like, I know that Trump's sure. going, so he keeps going to different parts of Florida and landing. And, like, wh- I didn't know there's that many airfields that'll land a 747. Oh, that's right. He's not taking the 747, he's taking the smaller plane. Never mind. Because I kept wondering, yeah, like, like yeah, because I was thinking, yeah. I know these little airfields. How do they land a, uh, the 747? But that I, I realized that they had they had the the small the small little uh, Air Force two. yeah Air Force Two is really is pretty small. So so I guess they yeah, can land it. I, I, I can tell you, he's definitely not taking the full Air Force One because I like that airfield in Greenville where he had his his, his rally a couple of days ago. Right, not a huge place. Right, and I was wondering how the hell Air Force. How the hell Air Force One was going to fit there, but clearly it wasn't Air Force. One. Right, right, right. Um, so the smaller plane is landing, so but yeah, man. Um, but even the smaller plane is still a big jet. It's still hard to land on those runways. Yeah. You would think, you know. Well, but, well, yeah, I would think so. It's probably not easy to do, but he's also got some of the best people in the world in the cockpit. Of course, so they yeah. Can do it. 
that yeah. he could have done. Um, but did you watch the hearings at all with Amy Coney Barrett? Man? I did. did you that? I did. I watched a God, lot dude, of it. I got after a while. I, I understand that, that was their like the only real play they had was to bring out all these sob stories. Yeah. And talk about the uh, the Affordable Care Act, which is it just got so tiresome. But because it's all bullshit. Because see, the real world in the real world, everybody knows that Obamacare was the biggest job killer of all time. I mean, people would would, would hire somebody. They by twenty seventh day when the individual mandate, and they have to pay for it. They would fire that person, right? Obamacare drove up the price of health insurance by like 5X, you know? So they're trying to hold on by using the fake news of, oh, 20 million people are going to be out of insurance. The rest of the country know. The only people that don't know that Obamacare is a scam are like the very poor people that the Democrats fucking use as pawns, okay? Like even like when I, I told Daniel was pushing the Affordable Care Act in 2016, right? And I said to Daniel, I said, are you using the Affordable Care Act, Daniel? Well, I don't know. I go, I pay 800 a month for my insurance. What do you pay? I don't know. My, my, uh, my assistant pays for it. Well, exactly. My third, my third assistant. Yeah, that. exactly, Daniel. I'm like, if you, I want every one of these people who are anti-Trump, let them fucking have, let them uh, use Obamacare as their insurance, and let's see if they stick with it. Okay. I in other words, capitalism. They want to put. They want to push. They want to push talking points on other people, but none of them want to use Obama. Obamacare is for for very poor people that don't have anything. Okay, but it hurt the economy. It hurt regular people. You know, and then they start throwing the shit out that oh, they take away Obamacare. Uh, you know, kind of like when uh, Jimmy Kimmel's like, oh, my my baby boy would have died if we if it wasn't for Obamacare. Bullshit. Right. They they're it's right. against the law. They have whether you have insurance or not, they have to save your life. So when they peddle lies. You, you have to expose them. You see what I'm saying? There is not one person oh, in the world who gets sick that goes into a hospital that is going to be denied care and life-saving treatment. It's against the law. So all the bullshit that they put out is just fucking lie after fucking lie after fucking lie. That's all. Educate. That's yeah. why I tell people, educate yourself. Don't just fucking push left-wing talking points. Educate yourself. You know, I watch, like I say, I watch this guy, Ice Cube. He's educating himself. This guy's been anti-Trump for three and a half years, and now he's educated himself. And he's realized that everything the Democrats stand for are a bunch of race-baiting, lying motherfuckers that all they care about is power. Mm-hmm. That's it. And now he God, had to find God, out when he God, said when he brought to, to, the, the 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 contract with Black America to both parties. One party told him, "Well, we'll address it after the election," and the, and the, and Trump said, "We'll address it now, okay?" Because he wants to earn their vote. He don't want people to sit there and say yeah. the black the, the Democrats are like, "Vote for me, vote for me, vote for me." We'll we'll keep you in. But the thing is, is is you can't have equality. Uh, what will the Democrats do for Black America? What they'll do is they'll keep giving them welfare. They'll keep them down. They'll keep them on the plantation where they have complete control of their lives. There's no fucking. There's yep. no. There's no equality if when you vote Democrat. If you want to be successful in yep. life, you can't have welfare. You need to have education, which Trump is for 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 um for for what's it called uh, education for school, school choice. choice. Okay, he wants you to black America and be able to go to school your choice instead of them dog shit schools in the ghetto where 15 percent are are math efficient. 
So, you know, everything I tell people all the time, everything the Democrats say the Republicans are doing is what they're doing. And that's the bottom line. Oh, I know. And as much as yeah, I don't like Trump as a person, okay, I don't like the things he says and does, his policies are what matters. Okay, policies are what changes people's lives, not the fucking persons, yeah. not the persons, uh, uh, the way he talks to people. Okay, yeah, would I would I rather have Trump be a nice guy that got things done? Yeah, but we had that with sure. Obama. Obama was the nicest guy in the world that got nothing done, you know? So, uh, you know, you got got bad things done. Right. So you have to ask yourself, what's going to help the country? You care about whether Trump's mean or you care about whether he gets shit done. You know what I mean? Now, was I more? I I was way more. Yeah, I was way more vested in 2016 because I didn't know any better. Um, And I really want Trump to win. But if Trump doesn't win, it's, it's not like the end of the world to me. I won't be upset. You know, uh, I think Biden's a good, a nice man. I think he's corrupt, but he's he's not a fucking cunt like fucking Hillary Clinton. He's not an evil. He he like one thing they'll never say about Joe Biden is he didn't kill lots of people to get power. Okay, he might have stole lots of money to to get to enrich himself, but he didn't kill people. I mean, I truly believe that at least half those people she was accused of being involved with killing, she killed, she had killed. I do. I believe that. I believe yeah. she was pure fucking evil. Now, do I believe yeah. that? Com- I believe um, Kamala Harris is pure evil too. You know, and it worries me that if Biden that's get- the problem is that she, she will be she will be president within six months if he wins. That's yeah, the problem. Exactly. And that's and I know I've already been I've got I got I got fucking ten thousand bet with Helmuth that says he will not be the president within one year if of inauguration if he wins. And I also took twenty to one that if he wins he won't even be inaugurated on on Ju- that she will. So I, I I like your I like your side on both of those. Yeah. So anyways, I got other calls, man. Thanks um, for calling. Yeah, I understand. What, 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 one, 30 seconds. What okay. do you think about all this recent um, Hunter Biden's laptop stuff? They're all true. That's why the media's fucking per- won't won't show it because it's going to hurt. That, that's how corrupt our media is. Like they, some they, of this it, stuff is incredible. It's uh, it's all. It's like Tucker said yesterday. It's all proven true. It is from his laptop. It are his emails. He's a fucking. Cor- they're corrupt as can be. But it doesn't matter because you have the fake news that won't allow anything negative to come out about Biden. It's not we are living yep. we and we we are going to be at civil war unless we get rid of this fucking corrupt media. That's the bottom line. The media is corrupt. Period. Period, period, period. All right, man. Take care. Take Later. care, sir. Later. Bye. Two nothing. Or, or Rizzarina hit another two-run homer. The guy's on fire. Oh, this Brad. Yeah, what's up, man? Welcome to Mouthpiece. What's going on? Mike. I don't know. I just thought I'd chime in and talk about Trump and all that shit and how he recovered so fast. Ex, yeah. Uh, retired pharmacist, all that <clears throat> shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, long-time fan of uh, the Mike the mouth and I uh, I'd throw in my two cents. Go ahead. What's hey, what's up, man? What's up, man? How's it going? Hey, uh, I, was, I was, you know, a lot of, you know, like Trump came out of this thing, uh, uh, you know, in a, in a few days, you know? Right. 
you know, it just took him a few days to come out of it. And the, in the, in the, in the, you know, I'm a pharmacist by trade. Okay. You know, I retired all that shit. Okay. So anyway, you know, uh, I'm, 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 I'm kind of off the streets. I was a bad, I was a bad guy. Always in trouble. I had, uh, two of my friends, uh, and a black guy told me I got to shape up and get out of trouble. So I ended up going to pharmacy school and those two guys, two Jews and a black guy, you know, basically saved my ass. That's awesome, man. Good to hear. So what's your so, opinion yeah, yeah, on I'm not, I'm nothing big, but I'm a big fan of poker. I like you. I've told a lot of people uh, down in Florida. I said, uh, Mike Mattis, I've got a brain on him. I yeah. said, you ought to see this guy. I mean, he needs to go to Fox News Network and start his stuff over there. You know what I mean? Get rid of Chris Wallace and put <laughs> that guy in, and you'd have a you'd have a deal. Well, he, but anyway, here's here, – he, Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Uh, he's, he's pretty – he hates Trump. Yeah. It's pretty obvious. I mean – he came out yesterday yeah. and was saying something negative about about the, the 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 Hunter Biden stories, like when he knows they're fucking true. But I mean, he just dislikes Trump so much too. So I just you can't be yeah. if you're a journalist, you you can't you have to be politically neutral. Uh, you can't hit one person over the head with uh, because you don't like them, you know, and 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 throw softball yeah. punches to the other person. So. But uh, go ahead, man. So yeah, here's what here's what I'm gonna say. A uh, long time, you know, I've been doing this for years because uh, you know, working in a pharmacy, you know, they come in the store all the time. They they got the flu. They're sick as shit. And uh, the you know the you know I'm studying this shit over the years. You know, they always come to me. What what you know what are you gonna do? So I read up on it, talked to a few doctors and all that shit. And the reason Trump came out of that thing so quickly. Is because they they and they said this publicly. They gave them vitamin D and zinc, and they did all the other shit too. Mm-hmm. But that vitamin D and zinc, vitamin D, when yep. you up your levels, you know, and you and and you're sitting really low, like under ten nanograms per milliliter, and you up it to fifty or sixty, you're not going to get sick. Yeah, it's like the and, one, and it, and and it deals with your innate uh, immunity. And the government, Fauci, and all these guys, they don't want to talk about innate immunity. You're they right. Hide it. Yeah, and if you watch, if you follow, I think it's Dr. Shiva is his name, the one that's running against, was running, is running against uh, Elizabeth Warren in Massachusetts. He's been saying this since the yeah. pandemic came out. It's all about vitamin D and, and, and vitamins and nutrients. He goes, we don't need anything else. Oh, yeah, you need, he goes, lockdowns yeah, are going to destroy they, the country, you know? Yeah, and and another another issue they don't bring up is uh, the homocysteine levels of people in Europe. Homocysteine, which is otherwise known as the H factor, uh, they measure that. If it's a high level, they know you're susceptible to illness, Ill- sicknesses, and all that. In Europe, they follow that parameter pretty heavy. A lot, of, especially in Germany, but in this country, CDC says, "Hey, fuck, fuck your homocysteine levels. That don't mean shit in this country." Right, and so they don't monitor that. They don't monitor vitamin D. Seventy-five percent of the population is low in vitamin D. When you're at that level, you're going to get sick, and what you're going to do is you're going to spread it too. And then, listen, and another and, uh, thing country, is, they don't want they don't want they they, they want it to the, they want to give the illusion that the virus is running rampant until November fourth, and as soon as November fourth over, you're going to st- you're going to hear you're going to watch it. The me- media is going to completely pivot win or lose on the virus okay it's just this is their winning message to not get trump out of office i mean it's just so blatantly obvious i mean you turn on cnn today and you think it's march and the fucking everybody's gonna die from the from fuck from covid it's a joke yeah. it's a fucking yeah. joke. 
You know, you know, you know. Did you see that thing on NBC with that Savannah Guthrie? Oh you know? my God! What a oh. fucking political oh. hack! Can you believe that shit? And you know, you know what they're doing is they're they're pulling the O.J. Simpson thing because they caught uh, Mark Furman, you know, right. saying the N word. He said he didn't say the N word, and they get him on a recording the where right. he said it. And once they found that out, he was that that trial was over. She was uh, O.J. is going to go free, right? Hundred percent, just over the race card. So they go, well, what what works for O.J. is going to work for us. Yeah, they just keep throwing you the know fucking. What I mean? The guys denounce white supremacy 150 times, yet they keep bringing it up, right? It's just, they're just... Exactly. These are sick people, man. They can't, they're, they're, they have nothing to run on. They don't have any policy. There's not one thing policy the Dems are pushing forward that's going to make the American lot people's lives better. Not one. Trump pushes fucking no. hundreds of policies forward that help the American people. I, I just don't even understand. And then you have... Yeah. Yeah, and all they do now, not only are they fake news, they hide the news. Yeah. The, you know the, what I mean? The, this fucking Hunter Biden story is is real. The 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 emails have been verified and they are suppressing it all over social media and all over regular news because they know it's going to hurt Biden. I mean, this is how this is a country. We, this is not a free country. This is fucking North Korea we're living in. And this is why and God forbid this happens. If Trump loses, we are going to see civil war because you know what? Everybody knows how corrupt the media is. And we and it won't be civil war against people. It'll be civil war against the media, okay? Because the media has been complicit and have lied and lied and lied to take Trump out. You know what I mean? And yeah. and if they were yeah, honest, you know, I- if they were honest and 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 hapless, is there are a lot of things Trump says and does I, I disagree with. Yes, there's a lot. Okay, but if they were honest, instead of ninety two percent negative, okay, ninety two percent and three every single thing they said on every newscast for three and a half years has been ninety two percent negative. We cannot live with a press in this country that fucking is that biased against one party. Can't happen. Can't hey, happen. Mike. Yeah. Hey, Mike. The, uh, let me let me just end with this. What I did. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, I, I was on uh, I I was on AOL, you know, and they had this article on there. So I was just te- you know, I thought I thought I was getting um, um, censored, you know. Mm-hmm. So what I did was there was an article about Trump, and so what I did was uh, I put you know to see if it go through. I said uh, so I put on there Trump is a racist. And the thing went through, and so my next comment was, uh, was Joe Biden and Robert Byrd and the Democrat Party represent the Ku Klux Klan or racists? Yeah. And boy, did they censor that thing. Exactly. They and, censored that one. And I, I, I have a friend who's a liberal, right? We're very, but we're very, we talk politics every day, um, and she's not, she doesn't like, she doesn't like Trump. But she doesn't like she admits that he's done a lot of good things. In other words, she's not a complete fucking brainwashed liberal. I mean, the reason why she hates Trump and the Republicans more than anything is she's very big with their environment and she feels that Trump's been weak on the environment. And in all fairness, he has been weak on the environment and the Republicans are weak on the environment. Okay. But I also believe that most of the climate change bullshit is all 
political anyways. So, uh, yeah, well, I, I got another thing. I, I thought I was going to end, but look, the other thing is, is this, uh, this green, this green, green tech stuff is I'm involved in a lawsuit against a green tech company. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I can't say who they are, yeah. but anyway, uh, uh, Solyndra, Solyndra was a big solo, uh, thing under, uh, Obama that went under, there was another one, Fisker, which, uh, was, uh, uh, it was a car company, right? And they went under. And uh, what these guys do is they go along, Solyndra, Fisker, and these windmills. Is they collect subsidies from the government. They're all not. They're not cheaper than than uh, than the, the other things right. like gas cars and electricity. Right. They're not cheaper. They're comparable because they get subsidies from the government. Right. And and what they do is they they extend these subsidies over not just like a year or two. But they extend them over 16, 20, 30 years. And over the long run, these green tech companies are able to extract. You know, they say the one guy told me, he said they're able to extract two million, two trillion a year just off the subsidies. I I don't know if that's true or not, but they extract a lot of money off the green techs. It's like a. It's like the it, 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 it's like the defense industry when they used to you know get their get their graft. Yeah. You know that's how the green tax will get their money is they go into the government and say well we're not a, we're not quite there yet as cheap as electricity give us subsidies and they'll carry those motherfuckers on for thirty forty the, years Gu- I, know, I guarantee you that. The funny part is is like they want to sit there and say oh, it's global climate change and the planet's on fire and and, uh, we're breaking all these records for hottest day ever, okay? Well, let's let's just go back. Let's go back to uh, uh, 1850, 170 years ago, okay? They weren't even keeping track of weather. So so what I'm trying to say is just because it's heating up uh, and breaking records right now, the, 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 the earth has gone through... Uh, uh, ice ages and 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 huge warm climate changes uh, over billions of years. Uh, you could just look at the in the ice that could find that, right? Like I talked to this one lady who, who's a who's a climatologist, and if you look at the ice that's uh, on the glaciers at three hundred billion years old, there was five times more carbon dioxide three hundred billion years ago than there is now. There wasn't no cars on the road then. It's all fucking a scam, man. I mean, even if it's yeah, just- they're, they're they're just tra- they're just trying to get the, they're trying the republic. I mean, I'm sorry, the Democrats are trying to get in there because they know they can barter for those subsidies with these comp the, with these green tech companies. Of course, man, it's all about money. It's everything's about. We have a, the most corrupt fucking. Go- I hate the go- our government's so corrupt. These people are so corrupt. And then don't think the GOP is so perfect. They're fucking just as they're just as corrupt too. But. I, I say it before. Oh, yeah, I yeah. really believe. I think that the Democrats are evil and the Republicans are a bunch of criminals. And I'd rather have a bunch of thieves than a bunch of fucking evil people. So that's oh, exactly, pick, I'm I'm yeah, with you there. Yeah, that's how I pick my side. But you know, I, I I I pray Trump wins. If he doesn't, it won't be the end of the world. Just pray we at least hold on to the Senate if he doesn't win. So we'll see what happens. You know, and uh, you okay, know, I, I appreciate you calling, and uh, God bless you, and uh, have a great weekend. All right, you take care. I'll 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 run into you later. You got it. Bye. Nice. Later. And ask this guy if he is. If he is what? If he's Rod Rod 
Yep. Hello. Yo, welcome to Mouthpiece. This is Mike. Hey, this is Rod. You know, I, okay. how you doing today? I'm the guy that kind of got on you about your little ace play in the big blind the other day. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, man. Hey, you check the charts. I mean, I, I, mean, I am a, not a strictly mathematician. I am a uh, economist by degree, BS degree that I received like 15 years ago. Ain't okay. worthless. But uh, game theory is real. I mean, it's not strictly math like you think. It's more like, you know, math trying to apply it to game theory. You should look into it. It's not all math. Right. It's more like the prisoner's dilemma, you know, like end game theory and stuff like that. You got to look into it. But anyway, I digress. Who do you think is going to win in this heads up channel between your uh, communist sympathizer, DNA's buddy, well, and uh, Doug Polk the jerk? <laughs> communist sympathizer. I love it. Um, I honestly think that Daniel's got a good chance to win and I think the price if you can get four or five to one I think Daniel's I would definitely bet on Daniel um uh I think that I, I'm hoping Phil wins I don't think Phil's gonna win the third match only be only because he I know Antonio's gonna put a lot of work in and studying and Phil doesn't like to put work in he just wants to tell everyone he's the best and uh in poker you got to put the work in to be successful. And um, Phil has a lot of flaws. And if you study the tape, you're going to find them. And I know Antonio will find them. And I've told Phil that I, I really, all I, he, he gets mad at me when I tell him, just study the tape. He goes, don't tell me how to play no limit hold them. I'm 10 times a play, better player than you. Okay, but he's not. Okay, he's not 10 yeah, times a better player. I think he might be studying the tape. Like, come on, Mike. He cannot not study tape. He likes to look at himself, you know? I know. That's his problem. Yeah. And egos will break you. Cards will make you. And if you're going to just think you're going to beat Antonio without studying the tape, and he's going to fucking, you know that Antonio is going to dissect all four hours or whatever, five hours they played. He's going to watch it over and over and over. And he's going to look to pick up things on Phil. And Phil has a lot of tells. And he's going to pick them up on him, and he's not going to make the mistakes he made. And unless Phil studies those tapes and sees and sees things on himself, and he studies them hard, Phil will lose. You know, and I'm hoping Phil wins. I, I mean, think that Antonio's going to lose that. I think once you, you you you've lost two in a row, you're going to win three. You're going to lose three in a row. Well, that's what the one like, guy the one guy uh, called in just now. Yeah, the one guy who just called in said he, you know, and he's right. This is one thing where he is right. Is momentum is big in poker and Phil's playing with confidence I'm watching right now. I'm yeah. watching the UFC Ortega is piecing up the Korean zombie, just like Yair, right? He even hit him with that reverse, that reverse elbow that knocked him out with Yair. Yeah. So like he got caught by that again. So Antonio is going to get caught by that reverse elbow by Phil. Well, I hope so. KO. I mean, I want Phil to win. But, uh, there's no, there's no, I'm like 99.999% pulling for Phil, if not 100%. Uh, but I just hope that his lack of preparation doesn't right. fuck him. That's all. Who do you got tonight? Lomachenko? You got any money on the Lomachenko fight? I don't. I'm going to watch the fight. I don't have it. Uh, but I, 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 you know, I know the other guy's a pretty big favorite. Uh, Lomachenko's like what? Like four to one favorite? Uh, but I'm going to... Three to one right now. The money's coming down on the other guy. Yeah. Like, oh, I, 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 I'm going to watch it, and we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, it'll, it should be fun to watch, so... I think it'll be a good fight. I think Lomachenko is going to get rocked. 
tonight. I think that's what we'll have. I think it'll, we'll I think it's going to be a lot. I think it's going to be a lot closer than they think it is. That I, I'll agree with you. Well, there. I think if Lomachenko gets rocked, it'll be the first time in his life he does, and we'll see how he reacts. It's always a, like they say: you got to plan until you get hurt, get knocked out, right? Exactly. Everybody has a plan, game plan. Exactly. And that's no. exactly what happened, to Antonio. And yeah. that's why I don't think he's going to win. I and hope I think you're right. Doug Polk put too much pressure on his dumb self, and he's already exposed himself for he takes charge. Like he's like playing yeah. some kind of like uh, blackjack instead. Of I just don't know why they don't play live like Antonio's playing Phil live. The banter would be unbelievable because, because Polk can't win playing because, live. Uh, because if you look at Doug Polk, he's a dog in all his live events. If you get all his buy-ins and stuff, he's yeah. a, he's, a, he's like a very big dog. No, uh, I agree. Live, you don't have access. To no, I agree with you. I agree with you, man. All right, man. I appreciate the call. I mean, have a great weekend, and uh, God bless you, man. You too, man. All right, man. Take uh-huh. care. Peace. All right. Well, now we're going to da dun dun da dun pick of the week. Hits the pick of the week. Starting off 2-0, and I've now lost three straight. Um, last week, uh, I never had a chance. Uh, looked good to start. Kyle Allen took the Redskins right down for a touchdown. Then he got injured, and, I mean, Alex Smith ain't played in two and a half years, He and he looked the part. Uh, I don't think anything would have made a difference anyways. I just had the wrong side there. Uh, I feel the two weeks before I had the right side and lost. Uh, so we are two and three. Uh, I've literally lowered my choices between the Eagles plus seven and a half and the Patriots minus eight and a half. Um, the Eagles, they played Pittsburgh really good last week, even though they got down big. They're getting more than a touchdown, seven and a half at home. Uh, I think Baltimore's got a tough game. I think they might even have the Steelers on deck. I have to go look at that. Uh, so I'm I'm debating between <laughs> between the Eagles and New England, and I'm going to do something I never ever do in pro football, and especially when there's no crowd noise. I'm going to lay eight and a half with the Patriots uh, as my pick of the week. And the reason why I'm doing this is the Patriots lost the game to in Seattle where, I mean, the play call at the end was terrible. They could have each easily won that game, and that would have had them at three and one instead of two and two. The game against Kansas City, if Cam Newton was there, there's no way Kansas City wins that game. They dumped. They, Kansas City didn't even get a they, – they had six points with a minute to go in the third quarter. That's how fucking great the defense is, New England is. I think Cam Newton is an MVP candidate right now, playing great. Um, Denver is is literally with on their third string quarterback. Um, I, I think uh, I think the uh, the Patriots beat Denver and they beat them pretty handily. I'm gonna lay the eight and a half as my pick of the week. Uh, I hope it doesn't come Philadelphia and not New England. Uh, but those are the two I'm leading towards is uh, New England pick of the week minus eight and a half over Denver. They've had what a uh, week and a half off now. I think something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Over a week and a half. So uh, I think uh, maybe even two weeks. I think it's almost coming off a bye. So yeah, I like Belichick here. That's my pick of the week. See if we can get back to 500. Um, I mean, there's a lot of games I like. I think, uh, uh, the Jets getting seven and a half. Miami coming off that big win over the 49ers. 
I just don't know if Miami's good enough to lay more than a touchdown. I know the Jets are terrible, but, uh, you know, that's another one I like. But who knows? Uh, no, I'm sticking with New England, laying the eight and a half. That's my pick of the week. So we'll see what happens. See if we can get the three and three for the, for the year. Um, that's about it. Another episode of Mouthpiece is up. We'll see you all next Friday. Right after the debates, we'll talk about the debates. We'll talk about the World Series. Hopefully, my Dodgers are going to be there. And uh, we'll see what happens. They've already cost me money. I'm kind of pissed. Everybody have a safe week, a great weekend. And um, that's about it, man. Take care.